0: another week another talking dirty oh oh that's it dude we're getting we're hitting deep creek tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) oh oh all right this week we got for you big week pack week um we got the mlb there's two back-to-back no hitters Break that all down for you soon here. Over in the NHL, we brought our friend Matt on again to give you a whole playoff breakdown, discuss the games that have already taken place. Uh, Over in the NFL, not a lot going on, but I do a little breakdown of some way-too-early fantasy football projections. Uh, Over in the NBA, the playoffs have already started with the play-in games, and Leroy has a full breakdown of that and what we're going to anticipate and predict for the future series. Over in Pop Culture, for TV, we got the new episode of The Bad Batch. Over music, we got J Cole, the off-season review, and of course the other jams of the week. So with that, take it away, Ryan.
1: So as the guy I mentioned off the top, me and him and a couple of the friends are going to Deep Creek this weekend. Um, not that big of a deal. We need to talk about it on the pod. However, one thing will happen in Deep Creek is day drinking. What's the best thing for day drinking, guys? Koozies beer what's the best way to drink a beer
0: with a koozie boom you yeah. got it. we got
1: there guys I, <laughs> I didn't have an ad ready but here we go um koozie seven dollars a piece talking dirty logo on both sides or a uh, blue base orange uh lettering it's great seven bucks it's dm us if you want one um we'll get to you as soon as we can and with that being said let's get into it
0: Right, and before we get into it, Ryan, how's it going?
2: Good.
1: Um, just a fair warning to everyone listening. Yeah, there is a Pens playoff game going on as we speak. Game three, Pens are up one nothing in the first. I may be distracted. I may randomly go oh, and I don't want you to think I, I I'm sick or anything's wrong with me. Yeah. I'm just watching playoff hockey, which is amazing. But it also, if when your one of your teams are in it, it is a straight up a heart attack every two seconds. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, <coughs> Guy, how are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm ready for, as we mentioned, Deep Creek this weekend. Yes. going to be slugs and brews. It's going to be a good time. Uh, I've been working a shit ton at work. Um, it sucks.
1: And this is the first weekend i have off in a while. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to be
0: a belligerent to yeah.
1: all weekend. Nice. So don't expect me to come yeah, off. And it's new. like beautiful weather, too. Eight degrees and sunny every yeah. day. Yeah.
0: It's we're,
1: fantastic. You're not, but we're, a couple of us are golfing before we even get to the house. It's yeah. great. It's been a good time. But Matt, how are you doing? Because Matt is in going to be in this first segment with us. He's going to talk hockey at the, at the tail end. I am good. <laughs> Robots, Matt. He's in playoff hockey mode. He's basically a walking computer right now. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get into some headlines here in a second. Matt is going to be joining us for the last one, which is NHL, this segment. But uh,
0: he will probably chime in the other two. Yeah, sorry. Let's get started then. MLB leading off. Albert Pujols is back. He signs a deal with the Dodgers for the rest of the season. Go figure.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the first game with the Dodgers. Uh, don't quote me because I did not write these stats down. But he batted cleanup and he had an RBI single. Hmm. It's weird seeing Pujols out and Blue. Because I the yeah, only two been, teams he played for are the Angels and the Cardinals, and they're both red. Yeah. So it is very weird seeing him in Dodgers blue, but I'm very happy because even though he was a division guy for so long, Albert is one of the greats, one of the still playing active
0: like goats. So like I'm mm. I'm glad to see he didn't have to retire after being like waived. You know. Yeah, he was in. He's the last active player that was in the uh, backyard baseball. I did see it. Oh three yeah, right, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, how old is he? He's pretty old. He's old as fuck. Um, next up, Mike Trout is out for six to eight weeks with a calf strain. It's a big hit.
1: Albert Pulis is forty one years old. Forty one, damn. Forty one years old.
0: I didn't realize he's that old. But yeah, Mike Trout out six to eight weeks with a calf strain.
1: That sucks for the Angels. Um I don't let me check the standings real quick. I don't even know if they're good this year or not. I know they've always struggled, um, but especially losing like the best player in the league mm-hmm. is very tough. A very tough look. Um, The Angels are currently sitting four in the AL West, so that's not good. The Seattle's ahead of them. The Seattle's <laughs> garbage. Yeah, yeah. So that sucks. That's not that sucks for the Angels. Um, they're probably going to miss the playoffs, even though it's super early still. I don't see them making
0: the playoffs. Uh, and then there are two no-hitters this week. Corey Clubber threw the Yankees. First no-hitter since 1999, Wednesday night, versus the Rangers. Wow. On Tuesday, Tigers pitcher Spencer Turnbull, Turnbull, through one against the Mariners so far, there's six no hitters and the record is seven, and it's only May. <laughs> yeah, Matt, good, yeah, jump in.
3: Uh, I heard today that of these six no hitters, on like three teams have been involved and been the ones that are no hit, but I don't know if that fact is true. Like the ones
1: who didn't get a hit, yeah. Um,
0: I actually, that's a good stat. I don't know. If
3: I don't, Wait, I so it's like against
0: the teams, like yeah. Yeah, so six
1: no-hitters, three of the teams, or probably two each, or multiple.
0: Oh, oh, so it was like the teams that got the no-hitters. No, like the no, the teams?
1: team that didn't get a single hit. Oh.
0: The team that the no-hitter happened against. That's just rough. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I also read that, I couldn't find the stat when I was doing notes, uh, but I read when the second no-hitter happened, mm-hmm. this is only in, the, in MLB history, this is only the fourth, fifth time a no-hitter happened with a, uh, a day or less apart. Really? Yeah, because it, it happened Tuesday and Wednesday, yeah. so it, it, they're they're like that's like it's very rare to have it back to back like that. Mm. Um, but dude, six no hitters in May and record is seven. That's crazy. I think um, Clayton Kershaw came out and said that no hitters are great, but at the same time, it's they're bad for the game because oh this many this early because yeah. I mean would that be I mean baseball one of the biggest credits against baseball how boring is to watch a entire game now imagine one team doesn't get a single hit. Like, that yeah. is – it's cool whenever a no-hitter happens every once in a while, but I kind of get what he's saying. When like, there's so many no-hitters mm-hmm. all in a short period of time, mm-hmm. it is kind of, like, boring to watch, you know? Yeah. It's sweet whenever it's like, okay, this is the fourth no-hitter, and it's middle of July. The last one was three months ago. But whenever there's six in May, there's only been two months of playing. Mm-hmm. It already six, and I kind of see where he's going with But I mean, But regardless, I don't watch a lot of these games, so at the same
3: time, seeing no-hitters uh, crazy. It's is nuts. So the teams that have not gotten a hit this season, I fact checked it. It's the Texas Rangers, the Cleveland Indians, and the Seattle Mariners, and both of those have had two no hitters pitched against them.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I know Seattle <laughs> and Rangers were the these two. Well, the Rangers are horrible. Rangers are awful. Yeah. And so the Mariners are pretty bad too. But we just Mariners look at that are more
0: historically bad. But this year, yeah, they're that's true. Doing decent, but that'll pro- they'll probably fall off. Probably wow. But okay, moving on though. The A's ownership is visiting Nevada to explore Vegas relocation. Go figure. We kind of projected that last week. Yeah. Matt, did you hear about any of that? The A's are most likely going to relocate
1: after this. Well, I mean, not right after the season, but they're playing. The MLB gave them permission to uh,
0: explore relocations. They gave them permission to flirt.
1: Because Oakland is not. uh, Their stadium's trash, apparently, at the (laughs) Coliseum, I think it is. And they wanted to get a new one, and Oakland won't help them with that. So the A's are like, fuck this, we're out.
0: Man, it sucks for the Oakland fans, dude. Like we're yeah, saying we said last week, they've just yeah. been just beaten up. Dude, they the lost <laughs> lost the
1: Raiders. Uh, the Warriors moved from Oakland to San Fran, even though it's mm-hmm. just
0: across the bat, Still losing a team, and then now the A's. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the Mets outfielder Kevin Pilar hit it was hit in the face by a 94 mile per hour pitch by Braves reliever Jacob Webb. Pilar suffered a fractured nasal cavity, but couldn't couldn't could have been worse. Uh, he had a funny post interview though. Yeah. Um, his face fucked up, and he was like, yeah, I feel fine. I was shocked that I wasn't in the lineup the next day.
1: Yeah, that's paraphrasing, but yeah. It was literally the next day, he showed up to the press conference about it, his nose is swollen, both yeah, eyes are that. black, <laughs> and he was like, apparently he asked the uh, manager why he wasn't in the lineup the next day. Like, what do you mean? He just got hit bean in the face. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a scary play. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but it was pretty scary at the time to watch it. I mean, he dropped it like, immediately. That's fucked. Uh, I don't know what the timetable is for him, but uh, I would imagine. I mean, think about getting a 94 miles per hour face, uh, fastball in the face, and then having to get back in the batter box, batter's box again, like soon. <laughs> I would be. I got hit by a pitch when I was in fucking the first league of kids pitch, and this got. <laughs> I never was the same. <laughs> like, I, I, that's why I stopped playing baseball on turn 14. I was so timid in the batter's box ever since then. Mm-hmm. Because every time I got hit by a pitch, it's like, fuck, that hurts. I don't want to do that again. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but I can't imagine being <laughs> the
0: pros and getting hit by an actual pitcher. Jeez. Um, And then Padres' reliever Keone Kella, is out until 2022 after getting Tommy John surgery.
1: Uh, pretty sure he was a pirate last year. It sucks, nice. though, because he's cause the Padres <laughs> once again. Actually, fun fact, you know how I've been on the Padres chain this year because I bet I'm going to win the World Series? Yeah, yeah. Just got my Padres koozie in the mail. Nice. It's sick. It nice. has an a old-school logo of, like, a Franciscan monk and <laughs> shit. It's sick. Um, yeah, but it sucks for the depth of the pitching in uh, San Diego, but
0: I think Tatis is went 4-4 the other night. <laughs> like, nice. Good for them. Yeah, the Padres are still killing it. Um, on Monday, the White Sox beat the Twins 16-4. to In the ninth inning, the Twins had infielder uh, Williams Estudillo on the mound and the Sox rookie slugger Yerman Mercedes homered a 3-0 count despite the uh, take sign. After the game, the White Sox manager, Tony La Russa, said that the rookie shouldn't have done that and that he needs to be taught about the unwritten rules of baseball. A lot of people, including other White Sox players, disagree with uh, Sox's manager and think that if a rookie wants to get his stats up, that he should be okay.
1: Okay. one the quick thing about this too, I didn't have this in there. Um, because this story all happened throughout the couple last couple days. I didn't feel like going through a bunch of different stories to try to figure out the whole story. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure he, the next day that that rookie got thrown at, and then the, and the uh, Tony La Russa was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's an unwritten rule. So you, it's a teachable moment. That's bullshit. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. He, he's your manager. I know he's he's an older manager. He's Who's one of the oldest. You on? He's one of the oldest in the league. So I get where like." He, he's an old man mentality about the unwritten rules. Mm-hmm. But I, a lot of the White Sox players disagree with him. Mm-hmm. And I agree with the players who are disagreeing with him. Like, that's stupid. If he's a rookie, he's trying to pad his stats his first year in the league. If the guy throws – they have an infielder on the mound instead of a reliever, and he throws a 40-mile-per-hour ball right down the middle on <coughs> a three zero count. count, yeah. you're fucking swinging the fences. Who cares what the score is? That's stupid. Yeah. I, I, that, I that's like the biggest story out of baseball this last week, and I think it's just ridiculous. I think Trevor Bauer came out because he always chimes it on this kind of stuff. Yeah. And he basically said, that's bullshit. You're throwing at a guy like that. But he's also very
0: big not into throwing at people. But, uh, yeah, that was all uh, we had down for MLB. Anything last minute? Um,
1: let me check the whatever my headlines here. Um, oh, CC Sabathia, uh, who rips on, what's it called, um, Luriceo. So oh, really? quote—he
0: shouldn't be a fucking manager. <laughs> Jesus, maybe some uh, controversy coming to white to the White Sox in here. We'll have to stay tuned on that. But let's take it over to NFL. Leading off, the Lions signed Pinesa well to a four-year, twenty-four point one million dollar rookie contract. Wow,
1: I mean, smart move. Yeah, generational sure. talent in, in the lineman position. Yeah. And they never
0: have anything else, so might as well Might him. as well, yeah. No. Might as well retain him. Exactly. <laughs> and then the uh, Giants went out and they signed former wide receiver Calvin Benjamin as a tight end. He's a tight end now. <laughs> I mean, he's huge. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. his biggest, his I biggest... saw that, dude. I was losing it. <laughs> yeah, dude. His biggest like flaw was always how big he was. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the Washington football team went out and signed former Dolphins defensive back Bobby McCain to a one-year deal. So, helped improve their defense. Bobby McCain's a good player. It's going to be uh, – that division is going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I I think the uh,
1: Washington football team, that defense alone, is going to probably win them, win them the division. I don't know, man. But we the need to see how the Cowboys – We man. also need to see how the Cowboys bounce back. And back, the
0: Giants, buddy. dude. Sparkley's back. You got, like, a lot of additions on the offense there. Yeah. I Could mean, get... even the Eagles are
1: still, like mm-hmm. – Their defense has holes, but
0: good. their defense had a lot of injuries last year. Yeah. So, you're right. That division is going to be very interesting down the stretch, but, uh, yeah, since that was all I had for the headlines of football, I decided to go into some way too early fantasy football projections. All right. Um, Pretty much I just went through, like, the top offensive positions and a little bit of defense. Just give my thoughts on, like, the top prospects, you know. And we'll just start it off with the quarterback. My big thing is, unless you're going for, like, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, etc., quarterback can wait until, like, the third to fifth round. Yeah, I agree. Fifth round, maybe sixth. I agree. Um, my big one to look out for though is Jalen Hurts. Like we we're kind of talking about, he killed it at the end when he came in last year replacing Wentz. And uh, their strength of schedule on paper right now is one of the easier in the league. That could be inflated because of the NFC East, and we're thinking maybe that's going to be interesting next year. Yeah. So that could get dicey. But I think uh, overall, Jalen Hurts is a good good uh, prospect for your fantasy team.
1: Um, I agree because I won the fancy our fantasy league this year. In the last three weeks, I had Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. because Russell Wilson was playing was being very sus and so sus. playing like good defenses down the stretch. Mm-hmm. So I, I picked him up off waivers and started him throughout the championship.
0: Yeah, Russ is one I'm advising to stay away from this year for quarterback. Also, I mean we'll see how it plays out, but like I kind of want to stay away from Rodgers. just because like it's I feel like it's just high high risk high reward. Yeah, you know what I mean it could be like a Le'Veon Bell situation yeah. where he just doesn't play and you're like fuck. I drafted him like second, like second round. Mm-hmm. I, I
1: wouldn't get, I wouldn't reach for Rogers early.
0: Yeah, I don't think. I think I'm just gonna stay away altogether. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean he's coming off the MVP year, which I mean, if he does play, he'll probably do amazing because he's pissed off. Yeah, and he's like trying to like fill his, like you know, make himself look even better to like new teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and then big value late picks I have for quarterback. I'm thinking Carson Wentz. I think with Frank Wright as the. Uh, coach of the t- colts and then you also got that line's amazing and then they retained ty hilton um i think they drafted a receiver too like that offense is going to be it could be it could be ring. Uh, i think Pittman's gonna have a big jump this year too yeah yeah i think so i don't know that's or anything or uh another late value pick i think stafford stafford obviously is coming into that juggernaut offense uh you have robert woods you have cooper cup uh higby You have Cam Akers, who's we'll get to him later. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'd say definitely you can definitely go for Stafford. And that defense is so good. They'll
1: keep keep the other offense
0: off the field. Mm -hmm. So, like, that That means more more snaps, more reps for Stafford. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the ones I might flirt with, Sam Darnold, going to the Carolina Panthers. As long as he stays healthy, I mean, when he played, he looked good. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, as long as Carolina keeps him safe, keeps him healthy, I think he'll do pretty well. Um, also, Justin Fields, I think that offense, the offensive line is concerning, but you have the mobility with Justin Fields, and then also you have uh, Alan Robinson still there, Darnell Mooney was great last year mm-hmm. with fucking, um, <clears throat> with Trubitsky, mm-hmm. so I, I definitely could see Justin Fields having a good year. And
1: teams that are really good passingers, teams that can establish run
0: early in Montgomery yeah. is the type of <laughs> running back to do so. Oh yeah, and we'll get to him later too. Then uh, the last one I have was Trey Lance. Now, I like – obviously, you have Kittle, but they have so many weapons at the offense in San Fran that if Trey Lance does get the starting job, I think he could be a huge pick down the stretch for people. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think uh, all these quarterbacks on this list right now are ones that you don't have to necessarily draft. But if, if you yeah. see yourself week three, week four, you're having quarterback troubles. Yeah, I, I think these are teams; these are players you can target on the waiver. I can line.
0: see somebody adding Fields in a draft. I can see Darnold and Trey Lance surviving the draft and being on the waiver. But like, I would definitely like if I'm like in my last pick, I would definitely flirt with one of these. But if you're in a keeper league and people are off the board already, you might want to go for one of these guys. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, moving over to the running back. Obviously, you got to go for the running back first. No exceptions.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the drop off after the top 10 or 15 is just insane for running backs. Um, especially if you're the keeper league, everybody keeps the running back. So that eliminates usually about like seven to 10 of them. Like it's insane.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think Eckler's going to have a big year. I think him, as long as he stays healthy again, I think that offense is singing. Uh, you got Herbert Eckler. Eckler's going to be a big guy with the, uh, play action, Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's going to get the screen passes and whatnot, and he's going to be, uh, thriving in that area. So it'll be especially a big, PPR. Yeah. If, if mainly, if it's P, if it's a PPR league, then you definitely want to go for Eckler. Uh, acres is also on my list. So he killed it at the end of last year, uh, especially in the playoffs. And I think that's just going to continue this year. They got rid of Malcolm Brown. Um, so there's definitely some more, there's definitely more space between the one and two, mm-hmm. uh, for the running back position there and, Los Angeles, so I, I, I can't Akers as a pick. Mm, I think he's I think he's worth going pretty high for. Uh, I'd say I can see him being like fourth round though. Fifth round, I can see him being third. third. I might even flirt. I'm in a keeper league, so I, if he's on the board, I'd probably get first or second round. Yeah. Uh, another one I'm huge on is Najee Harris for the Steelers. Huge. They came out today. A lot of Steelers are talking about him. Uh, Cam Hayward, or I think somebody said that they're essentially working him out at the wide receiver position, kind of like Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So, it's looking like if you're in a PPR league again, it's going to be great to go for Najee Harris. Uh, if you're in a keeper league, I would even flirt with first round. So, like, I'm thinking, like, fuck it. Yeah. Make sure you get him. Because m- most likely you're listening to this year in Pittsburgh or the surrounding <laughs> areas, So, you are in a league with a bunch of Steeler fans. <laughs> Steeler fans to, love to take him early.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so my brother is in a dynasty league yeah. where they basically just draft rookies.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the first overall
1: pick is already telling everyone that he's going to G. Harris. Yeah,
0: I'd do that too. Mm-hmm. It's a smart move. Um, but yeah, especially if they work him out at the wide receiver position, he could be a PPR machine. Steelers love to do the ground and pound running. So he'll get the attempts at the very least. I think it's a good idea to go for him. Um, I'm also very big on DeAndre Swift. Had a pretty good year last year. He was hurt a couple of times, but if you have him, I'd recommend keeping him if you're in a keeper league. If you don't have him, then I definitely recommend going out and getting him. I think he could probably fall to like the fourth round, maybe yeah. if it's not a keeper league. Um, my value picks, though, for running back, Melvin Gordon. I think he's going to have a better year this year.
1: Maybe he's out with
0: D.Y. Is, yeah, I think that's all cleared. Sorry. I think that's all
1: negated. Now. I, I'm saying that's why he probably didn't do as hot last mm-hmm. year. Yeah,
0: he had a lot overset, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to have a decent year this year. Um, also, David Montgomery, as we were saying, he actually, I think David Montgomery was like third or second mm-hmm. on the season rushing yards. He was only behind like Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. Really? Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. That is. He uh-huh. killed it because he had like those like three big games at the end of the year and yeah. just like, put him ahead of everybody. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, Ronald Jones, I'd say go for him, too. I, I passed on him last year, and it killed me. I had him on a... Uh, I had him as like
1: my second option, and mm-hmm. then I actually ended up flipping him to get uh,
0: Dalvin Cook. Good move. Good I move. gave it a package, obviously. It wasn't a straight up, but yeah. Ones I'm expecting a big drop-off for, James Robinson's number one. Really? They just, they just signed ETN, dude. I mean, they got ETN now, and I think the chemistry between Lawrence and ETN... Is probably gonna maybe even make the. I feel like he's not gonna be a Jaguar for long. I could see them trading him at the trade deadline to somebody else. I see. I I heard that. Oh, uh, sorry, I have the yawns right now. Mm-hmm. Ooh,
1: I guarantee everyone listening has got yawns too. It's contagious. Yeah, but um, I I heard that they're they're working on Etn as a uh, wideout.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's gonna last? I don't know. There's something about it. I don't
1: know. I still wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Either of them. I wouldn't draft either of them, but at the same time, I, I don't think I think James Robinson would be a uh, better, safer
0: pick than ETN, obviously. I also have on this list Josh Jacobs. They obviously brought in Kenyon Drake. I think uh, that's going to really hurt his touches. And yeah,
1: he'll still be number one, but he's going to get... Yeah, he's uh, going to... Yeah, it,
0: could, it could be like a Kenyon Drake of last year situation, where he has like an average year, but you're going to draft him way too high, and it's going to mm-hmm. be not worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. Then uh, next up, speaking of the Cardinals, I have Chase Edmonds slash James Conner. They're going to do worse than ranked. Whatever they're ranked, they're probably going to do worse. Because I imagine they're going to be highly ranked. Yeah. Both of them.
1: Well, I don't think James Conner will probably... He's not
0: RB1 there, so I feel like he's not going to be that high. Mm-hmm. But still. And it's like he's not even like a great power back to put at the goal line. I don't know why they brought in James Conner. But that's just me. Yeah, I agree. So. Um, That was all I had for running backs, though. Over to wide receivers... Kind of like the same thing with Rodgers. I feel like Devontae Adams is high risk, high reward. So like if Rodgers leaves, Devontae Adams is playing with Jordan Love and yeah. Blake Bortles. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'd pass on <laughs>
1: Devontae this year because uh, what's it called? I would
0: too. But I mean, he did say that if Rodgers leaves, he's going to try to leave. Yeah,
1: so,
2: yeah.
0: Which you also might have to deal with. like a tra- You don't know where he's going to get traded to if he gets yeah. traded somewhere. It could be somewhere where you have like two other receivers that are killing it. You know what I mean, like. It, yeah. I think it's best just to stay away with him, from him, unless you have him as a keeper. Then you got to keep him. I, I get that, but if it's like fresh draft, no keeper league, I I wouldn't touch him. I agree with that. Um, I'm a huge fan of Allen Robinson this year. Kind of like what we were saying, with Justin Fields. I think he's gonna kill it. Mm-hmm. He finally has a good quarterback. I think he's going to ball out. Same thing with Darnell Mooney, but Darnell Mooney isn't like as high up. Obviously, as he'd be a good high, like so. wide receiver three on your roster. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: I think even if they don't start Justin Fields right away, mm-hmm. um, even with the Red Rocket, he'll be okay. Uh, Allen Robinson. Oh yeah,
0: he's he's done wor- He's done better with worse quarterbacks. Exactly. For sure. um, one my value picks the late round wide receivers I have are Jamar Chase is number one. The Bengals, the Bengals went out and got him. He used to play with Burrow. I think he is going to be wide receiver number one by the time Week Five hits.
1: The, the only issue would be, I think, with Jamar Chase is mm-hmm. the fact that Burrow is not going to have any protection, so he's going to have to do quick, quick offs, quick throws, which
0: might be yeah, uh, that's true. Might might uh, hinder how many looks. might benefit T Higgins. Yeah, um, but I just think I, I I think that chemistry man is going to thrive for this team. I agree. Um, I also have in this list Corey Davis. So the Jets have nobody a receiver. Corey Davis isn't anything to write home about, but he's the only guy. Yeah. So I think as long as Zach Wilson pans out, it could be a decent ad. It could be a de- pretty good wide receiver too, I think. I
1: agree.
0: I can see that one working out. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing with DJ Moore on Carolina. Um, With Sam Darnold coming there, he's going to need to throw somebody. They lost Curtis Samuel, so I think DJ Moore is a good ad as long as he stays healthy. He was a great ad last year, so like, mm-hmm. I can see that. Uh, being good this year too, and then T.Y. Hilton on the Colts, kind of same thing with Carson Wentz coming there. He's staying and look, Philip Rivers. You know we can say what we want, but Carson Wentz is going to get the ball further down the field and more mm-hmm. accurately than Philip Rivers. Um, I'm going to also throw in this list because I'm kind of I saw some things today about Julio Jones. So, I think he's going to be traded at some point before the season.
1: Well, June 1st is when he's allowed to. Mm-hmm. They'll trade. I think they're, him. I think they're, they're already talking to travel. people.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he gets traded before the season, mm-hmm. I wouldn't write him out yet. But that's where I'm going to put Calvin Ridley. If Julio Jones is not on that team, Calvin Ridley is going to be a monster next year. Yeah, I agree. Possibly wide receiver one kind of numbers. Um, if you if you have him on your team and you can keep him, I'd keep him for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. He's
0: good enough even behind Julio Jones to, you know. Put up some value, and the second Julio is out of Atlanta is going to be money for you. I agree. Um, ones I would stay away from though, Tyler Boyd and T Higgins. I think you. I think if you have them like in your keeper league situation, or if you think about drafting them, you don't know what's going to happen with Jamar Chase. Like you have you have a lot of uh, hands in the cookie jar at that point, mm-hmm. and you don't know who's going to pan out. I mean, if you can get them like low, like tenth round, maybe something like that, then go for it. But I agree. I don't think they're going to fall that far. But uh, that was all I had for wide receiver. Um, I just mentioned a second
1: ago, I think Michael Pitt, Pittman mm-hmm. I think might be a good, good late-round pickup. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's gonna, he should be. like Obviously, because TY's number one there. Mm-hmm. But if you're like looking at the last couple round picks, you need some depth on the bench, or yeah. you need some waiver-wire pickups, I think Pittman might not be that bad of
0: a look. I think uh, ones you could also flirt with, too, the Jacksonville Jaguar receivers, uh, DJ Chark and um, Chanel. Oh, about Cortland Sutton—he missed all
1: last year, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I him think too. people also- are forgetting about him, so I think you can try to—you can probably get him, like third, fourth round. He could end up being like a first round. Here's my thing. I wouldn't go
0: third or fourth. if I got him fifth round, I'd be happy. Yeah. I just don't trust Drew Locke yet. that's yeah, true. You know, but they get Rogers. Maybe. But if they got Rogers, then yeah, game over. You're set. Mm-hmm. Um. So then moving over to tight end, I mean, unless it's a Kelsey Kittle or Darren Waller. Don't worry about tight end until, like, round seven or something like that. I agree. Like it, you, you don't need to be concerned about it. Uh, the ones I'm big on this year are no Font on the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. He did well last year with uh, even Drew Locke. Kind of like what you're saying. If Rodgers does end up going there, that would be insane for him. No, definitely. Um, Hawkinson on the Lions. I think that's a good add. He does well with that quarterback. So. I had him at one point on my fantasy team. You give him Jared Goff. I mean, I think Jared Goff loves his tight ends, dude. Look at Higby mm-hmm. when he was on the Rams. And then also Higby with the Rams for Stafford. I think that's a great move as well for tight end later in the draft. Mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts will probably go earlier. I'm thinking Kyle Pitts will go third round for a lot of people.
1: I'm thinking second even. Because, mm. I mean, he's been evaluated Maybe, as like the – Depending
0: on what kind of league you're in.
1: Going into the actual NFL draft, he's evaluated as like the most athletic on the yeah. board. Yeah. So I can see people – I can see a lot of people buying him early. Yeah, I wouldn't buy him early, but at the same time – He's there around two or three, and I don't get a Kittle, Kelsey, or Mm -hmm. Waller. I would probably go for him
0: personally. I'm in a three keeper league right now, and I'm keeping Justin Jefferson, Diggs, and Eckler. Mm -hmm. I think uh, round one, I'm going for Najee Harris 112%. Yeah, and I think round two, I'll probably go for I could see myself going for Kyle Pitts, Mm -hmm. unless like there's an insane quarterback on the board or. Something like that. I agree. the same receiver. I agree. But uh, I think that's what I'll probably do. For defense, though, I just pretty much have. I So I think the Steelers' defense is going to fall off big. I I, don't. I I know the biases and things like that. But, like, they lost so many pieces. And especially on their offense. And I feel like their defense is just going to be on the field longer. And they're going to get burned.
1: But defensively, we only lost Bud Dupree and Stephen Elson. But, like, we lost and so many pieces on
0: our offense, too, that our defense is just going to keep being on the field.
1: Yeah, I could see that take, too. I still would take them – I mean, they ranked last year top three de- defense in most mm-hmm. stats. And I still would put them in a
0: top three defense category. I'd say top I would, five, six. I wouldn't
1: drop lower than five.
0: I'd say five. Six, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, who else – what other
0: defenses um, do you think are higher? The big ones I think are higher. 49ers D, everybody's back and healthy. I think they're going to be stepping up big. Also, obviously, the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, any others? I couldn't think of many more. Washington football team should still be top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably say go for Washington football team first. I hate to say it. I'd go Browns up there, too, because the Browns. Yeah, uh, know, with a couple- the acquisition of Clowney. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good move too. I probably couldn't have the heart to pick the Browns in the draft. Oh, the though. Bills defense. Oh, Bills.
2: Eh.
1: Bills defense was very solid last year. Yeah, and the Bucks defense is very solid. I mean, that's the reason mm-hmm. they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So
0: I would put those two up there too. Mm-hmm. I think if I had to rank them, I'd say 49ers, Rams, Washington football team, mm-hmm. then Bucks. I'd say, I'd say Steelers, Bucks. I'd say Bucks, Steelers, okay. and then. Yeah, all the other ones you said. But that was all I have for the NFL. Um, that's good. That's a good uh, time filler. Yeah, a little good time filler considering there's nothing for NFL right now. But with that, let's take it over to NHL. All
1: right, Matt, want we'll to wheel in here like uh, Collinsworth. <laughs> um,
0: well, here's a guy
1: who... <laughs> all right. Um, we have some headlines here from NHL. Uh, if you want, I can just do them. And yeah. Matt, you can react. Right. And after we're done with the headlines, I'm going to pass it fully to you to get the... Uh, we get the whole playoff breakdown, predictions, and all that fun stuff. Um, but I will go through the headlines first. You can react uh, accordingly, like we usually do. They're at the top, I need help with his name. Nazim could Nazim Kadri. Nazim Kadri. See, that's what I would pronounce it. If I wouldn't try to be fancy European name, you know. So Nazim Kadri uh, was offered an in-person hearing for the illegal hit he had to the head of the Blues defenseman Justin Folk. Uh, Kadji received a five-minute major for the hit in the league because of him being an in-person hearing could potentially get a five- or more game suspension. Um, obviously, you've seen the hit. Guy, I don't know if you have seen the hit or not yet, but it is pretty dirty.
3: Yeah, it was... Uh, he took a couple steps and then elbowed Falk in the head. And Falk went down, looked pretty banged up. And uh, the in-person hearing... and. Cadre being a repeat offender, uh, he should be getting at least three to five games. Probably Mm -hmm. on the lower end because of the shortened season and what the.
1: Fast forward to the end because you're gonna see the slow mo.
3: Department of Player Safety did with uh, Tom Wilson. You never really know what's gonna happen.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look at the slow mo. I think it's a slow mo. At
0: first glance, I feel like wait. It's kind of cheap. Yeah, wait till the slow mo comes. Either kind of el- led with the elbow or the shoulder. Yeah, you can't do that. Not at all. Um, I yeah. mean, the very least it's a penalty. Did he get like a game suspension or anything uh, like well,
1: that? Well, five in major. He has an in-person hearing, which a lot of people think it could be five games or more. Damn. Yeah. Well, who
0: does he play for again?
1: Uh, the Avalanche. Ooh, oh, your boys. Yeah, no, I picked the Avalanche beginning the season to win it. <laughs>
3: oh, shit.
1: Yeah. All right, next one. Center Luke Henman signed a three-year entry-level two-way contract with the Seattle Kraken. This is a big deal because yeah. it's the first signing for the Kraken since <laughs> them becoming officially a team like a month ago. I think I reported whenever they finally paid off their last payment and became a team. So first pick up. That's pretty sweet.
3: It's always sweet when you see a team sign a first player and know it's coming into existence. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's great to see the league expanding some more.
1: I know. I'm a big – I'm already a Kraken fan, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, all right, next one. NHL lottery odds were released. I'm just going to do the top five here. Obviously, it's what, 15? Um, I'm going to do the top five. So, for those, like including you guy, who don't really know what um, – I mean, if you don't really know hockey, but it's just like the NBA lottery where – the teams that don't make the playoffs get thrown in a pool, get percentages depending on their record, and that's how they determine the first pick. Uh, right now, the best odds are the Buffalo Sabres with sixteen point six percent. Just give them a the pick. This is Just, honestly they, they yeah. need it. <laughs> second one is Anaheim Ducks twelve point one percent. Third is the Seattle Kraken, the entry entry team, the ten point three percent. Number four, New Jersey Devils, ten point three. Then the fifth one is your boys, Matt, the Columbus Blue Jacket, the eight and a half percent. Um, your other team is Chicago Blackhawks, and they're in 12 right now. Two point seven percent chance. Uh,
3: I, I mean, I hope one of those two teams gets it. The Jackets or the Hawks. Mm-hmm. It, it would really more be more beneficial to the Blue Jackets, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Just I mean,
3: because like they were a dumpster fire this past season.
1: The Blackhawks almost made the playoffs at a certain point. They're still in the running, right?
3: Yeah, they uh, they for not having Tays and Kirby Dock for most of the season, mm-hmm. uh, they overperformed, I'd say.
1: I agree with that. All right, next headline, Blue Jackets and head coach John Tortorella part ways on Monday. Tortorella revealed that um, he didn't even want to be the coach this year. Um, I don't have the exact quote, but he came out and said he did not want to be the coach this year, but he was, and now the season's over. He is out. Um your thoughts, Matt, as a Blue Jackets fan, do you are you okay with him leaving? Or are you kind of like, fuck? I like Tortorella. What do you think?
3: I like Torts, and I'm not happy with this past season about how he dealt with like Dubois, how he benched Linea, mm-hmm. benched Domi. Like you, the star players shouldn't receive that kind of treatment. But I mean, he's had success in the past, and I. Thank him for everything he's done for the Jackets franchise. I did. That. He's always been a fuck. And I wish him the worst of luck on whatever competing team hey, he, he goes deal. to, especially if it's in the division.
1: What if? So he he was the Islanders coach, right? He was the Rangers coach. I was there was a vacancy in Rangers. So if he goes back, back to coach
3: Sabredman again.
1: That's true. Did this do not get along?
3: Uh, I. Th- there was never any like dispute between those two that mm. I know of. Oh, Panarin,
1: great. All right, the last thing I have the headlines before you take over on the whole uh, playoff breakdown is the season le- uh, stat leader slash awards. So first one, Art Ro- uh, the Art Ross Award for the leader of the most points is the Oilers' Connor McDavid at one hundred and five. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, he had an insane year. Oh, he probably won MVP, right, Matt?
3: He should. He's like yeah, he's there's probably no won one MVP. better than him this season. Yeah.
1: All right. Next one, Maurice Rocket Richard Trophy, which means the most goals. Austin Matthews from the Maple Leafs. He had 41 goals. USA. USA. Yeah, he is a USA. He's a USA-born player playing in Canada. What I love it. to see that. Love it. On um, the assist leader, Connor McDavid, 72 assists. That's where most of his points came from. 72 assists is insane. He's just
3: Especially Sleep. in fifty-six games, like get used to seeing that name on the top of the leaderboards for yeah. a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, McDavid is really good. Um, the defenseman points leader, Tyson Berry at forty-eight.
3: Didn't catch him any abs games this year, but I know he's playing with like McKinnon and Rantanen mm-hmm. and so that, Landis Cog and Kale McCarr. Yeah. So I mean, have a bunch
0: of
1: stacks. So that, that, no surprise there. Yeah. Um, average ice time. Is it, how do you say his last name? Drew, Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty. I always know it, but always, for some reason I always want to say Doc even it's nothing like that. Drew Doughty, 26 minutes and 23 seconds average ice time, which is a lot. That's
3: a ton of ice time. That's almost one and a half
1: periods full of ice. Yeah, I mean, Matt, you're an ex-hockey player. It's tough. It's tough to play that much.
3: Yeah, I saw mostly pine, so... <laughs> <laughs> I he yeah, uh, rode the pine. Don't don't think uh, I ever saw that much ice time in a season. Um, next one William William M Jennings
1: Trophy, which means the goalies who led in the least amount of goals, minimum seventeen games. It was marc Andre Fleury and Robin Lanier. Lanier was it? Lanier. Lanier. With one hundred and twenty-two.
3: uh th- those two are just both great. Wait, well, like, they're a great tandem. Yeah. And, yeah. Flurry, 15 straight playoff appearances. And he uh, he's one of the best to ever do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, even in, we're getting into the playoffs, but game one, he was standing on his head. Yeah, he was he's like wild. flipping around and dude. making crazy saves every other second.
1: Dude, yeah, he's
3: insane. I miss him.
1: All right, save percentage leader. You have to help me with this name. Alex Nadelkovich. Look at that. Alex. <laughs> how, how would you pronounce dude, it? Dude, you cracks. Um, his uh, save percentage was uh, .932.
3: Solid uh pickup by the Hurricanes this season. He was a uh, Calder Cup winner, the AHL, I think, two seasons ago.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's young.
3: Yeah, uh, well, he was drafted in 2014, but, yeah, but he just he's got, he got his young. big break. Yeah,
1: NHL young. Um. And then finally, the goal, uh, goalie wins is Vasilevsky with 31.
3: The team like the Lightning, even without Cooch and... Stamkos, mm-hmm. like, and the defensive headman and a couple other guys, but, like, Vasilevsky, he's just shout a nice. out to him.
1: I mean, he's a reigning Stanley Cup champion, so. All right, speaking of that, Matt, if you want to get into the playoff picture, what's going on, we give everyone an update, your predictions, all that fun stuff. You have the floor. Um, me and Guy will chime in when we can, but this is, this is where you shine, buddy. Get into it.
3: All right, <laughs> <laughs> starting with the North Division. We got Toronto and Montreal. Uh, I think Toronto's going to win that one in six. They start tonight, I believe. And oh, wait, got do you know where our predictions went? Should be a good season or a good playoffs for this North Division. Uh, Edmonton fell to the Jets last night, uh, four to one, two empty net goals by Winnipeg, though. But uh, I, I have Edmonton winning in six. They were my team to win it all last year. I'm still rolling with them because of McDavid. Uh, he's,
1: he's great, but they're not, not, they're not going to win.
3: Yeah, I don't think they're going to win <laughs> the top. I'll get to that later, though.
1: Um, I, yeah, I can't find our predictions, but we did it. Was, this is going to be way better
3: predictions. Just a warning to everyone listening. And uh, in that semifinal, I have Edmonton beating Toronto. I could see that going either way. But, I like, I, I think Toronto will be a favorite in that series for yeah, sure. I agree. Uh. Let's go to the East Division now. It hurts me to say, but I have the Pens winning in five.
1: Okay, for this the series or the whole, like the series right here, just the against the
3: Islanders, Pens so, in five. Quick <laughs>
1: updates. It's thirteen minutes left in the second. The Pens are still up one nothing. Shut up, Siri.
3: <laughs> and then uh, I think the Washington Boston game. I picked Washington back when they had Vanek when before he got hurt, and they're they're dropping like flies. I think Boston's gonna end up winning, but I have Washington in seven. Got the Pens beating the Capitals and the Pens going to the semifinal against. Uh, I'll get to that later. As as, well.
1: as a Pens fan, I really want the Capitals win that series because I think we can handle the Caps. I Boston scares me. Boston always somehow has the Pens number.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: There was a there was a stat this year during regular season our last time playing. That was the first time the Pens beat the Bruins in Boston in regulation since like 2013, oh, Jesus, <laughs> or maybe October 2016. One of the two, either 13 or 16. Regardless, that's 16, still five years. So that they scare me. They they really do.
3: Yeah, I'd be afraid of Tom Wilson too, though. Because I would be he's really... a dirty player.
1: Yeah, I, I do worry about
3: him, but at the same time, I would feel like we could handle the Caps when we can't really handle Boston. I feel like you have a better chance beating any Caps goaltender than Tuka Rask. That's another good point. (laughs) And now let's move on to the West division. Uh, I got Colorado in five. That one looks like it might end in four, honestly. Like, McKinnon is just a beast. Rantanen, McCarr, he's been making people fall on their ass like every time he touches the puck. And Colorado, like, I think they're going to the cup finals.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been big on Colorado all season. Obviously, I want the Pens to win, but at the same time, I think early on I was like, watch Avalanche this year win it. So I wouldn't be mad. I mean, obviously, I'd be mad if they beat the Pens in the Stanley Cup, but at the same time, I wouldn't be that mad because I've also predicted it. I mean, I'd be mad if they beat the Pens, but if they beat anyone else, i would be pretty pumped.
3: Yeah, like they're they're fucking good, but. In the Vegas Minnesota series, I decided to pick an upset here and have Minnesota in seven. Minnesota really? What's this? What's this series at? It's at one to one right now. Uh. And okay. There's the Wild have good depth. There they have probably Rookie of the Year, Kirill Kaprizov, and I think they have a chance to beat the Vegas Golden Knights if. Like flurry and laner don't stand on their heads.
1: I agree. Well, um, good. Right before you get into it, I just want to give updates on scores right now. Um, in the Lightning Panthers game, last time it showed on our screen, it was three two. The Stamkos just scored. Now is now four to three. Lightning on a power play, still the second period. Lightning are up. Lightning are up four three. Nice, nice. And then the Canadians are up on the Maple Leafs right now, one nothing
3: in the first. So heavy hitting series with lots of goals is what it. It's felt like the, the battle for yeah yeah, I agree. And Colorado like I said, is gonna beat the wild and make it to the next they're the final four I guess. And then to the West division or the central division, I hate talking about this one because my jackets and Blackhawks they uh, they fucked up this year <laughs> and I have Carolina beating Nashville in five. I also could see that one ending at four. Carolina's solid. They got three starting quality goaltenders. Solid defensemen, Sebastian Ajo. Jordan Stahl wins hella faceoffs. Mm-hmm. He's a very like good role player, and he puts up his fair share of points as well. And then in the I battle mean, of Nashville's kind of trash. Yeah, Nashville like any squeaked other squeaked in.
1: Yeah, I said. I remember when we we're breaking down. Um, the standings near the end of the season, I kept updating the podcast, with the standings and the points and stuff, and like the Hurricanes finished like eighty some points, and the Nashville like fifty something. Like yeah. it's a huge
3: drop off. Like they squeaked in by yeah, a facial hair. <laughs> by to you that's know, it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant to say. <laughs> and then the Battle of Florida, I think it's every game's going to be really tight. But I have Tampa winning in five just because of the return of Cooch Mm -hmm. and Stamkos, obviously. And the update I just had, they could be 3-0 after tonight. Yeah, so it's plausible. Yeah, I agree. And then I have Carolina beating Tampa Bay, and I think that could go either way Mm -hmm. because, like, Tampa's the reigning champion. They just got two of their top players back. Mm -hmm. But I think Carolina, it's their year to win it all. And that brings me to my Final Four and Stanley Cup champion matchup. I have Edmonton playing the Penguins.
1: Oh, McDavid oh, no. versus Crosby. Ah,
3: oh, shit. Wait, did you mess up? Yeah, I think so. Boo. Yeah, boo me.
1: No, but yeah, what, what did you mess up? Yeah, I, I, you had that, I, right? don't,
3: I don't know the matchups once it gets to the Final Four, honestly.
1: Oh, um, you don't know if it's going to be Canadian versus North. I mean, Canadian versus East or anything like that.
3: No, but I I think, I know I have Colorado versus Carolina in the finals. And I have Carolina winning it all. So I think Carolina's going to be either Pittsburgh or Edmonton. Colorado's going to be either Pittsburgh or Edmonton, depending on how the matchups work out. Boo. I'm sounding like an idiot now. I'm sorry, boys.
1: Boo. Boo. I mean, the Pens are going to win it all. You, 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 you could have saved ourselves so much
3: energy right there and said the Pens are going to win it all. But... They probably will, but I, nah, I, I, probably not. I hate to see it, and I don't want to pick the Penguins. Just kidding, I'm being a homer.
1: You know more about hockey homer. than I do. I'm just being a homer. Um, no, but I like, I like that breakdown is a hell of a lot better than ours.
0: Yeah, tons better. I think Kapan just got hurt no. in the game, yeah. I think he just got hurt. Fuck you. I'm uh, sorry. sorry. We had a great offensive stand, though, during that. But, uh, all right. Anything <laughs> else for NHL,
1: though? No, thank you, Matt, for coming on and making us sound a little bit better at hockey because we don't know shit.
3: Thanks, boys. Last time I was, uh, my predictions weren't the best, but <laughs> hoping for better this time.
1: Oh yeah, we got. Yeah, send me what you have <clears throat> predicted, and we'll try to keep track of it. Yeah. All right. All
0: right. Cool. All right. Good shit. Let's take it over to NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite.
1: All right. NBA.
0: Mm, bop, doo, bop, doo, bop, doo, bop.
2: Playoffs, baby.
1: <sighs> All right. Well, playoffs are here, as, as he just said. we got a big one for the NBA this week. Um, I'm going to get into some headlines that's not playoff-related first. Um, and then, fuck the bit, deep three, whatever I call it, we're going straight into the playoff headlines, wow. playing game recap, predictions. And I end the segment with a something i did last year that i thought was pretty funny uh i went through my preseason predictions mm-hmm. and said what i got right and what i got wrong i did it again today <laughs> and there's there's a lot of it that actually decently i did pretty good but there's a couple big big oops so we'll get into that whenever I you get to, to, to that. that yes you do all right <laughs> let's get into the headlines to start damian lillard said that it's either joker and bead for mvp but he would give it to joker personally quote he's been dominating from start to finish Later in the quote, he said, I don't see how you don't give it to him or Embiid, and I would just give it to him over Embiid because Embiid missed games, which is what I've been saying, which a lot of people are saying. That's why mm-hmm. Joker's a favorite. Um, but like those stats are pretty similar, and the big difference is, I don't I can't I don't know if Joker missed a couple games at the end just for rest because they had everything locked up, but he played every single game, mm-hmm. with the exception of maybe the last one we missed. I can't remember. But yeah. I say it a lot. I'll say it again. The best ability is durability. Availability, same thing. It is the same thing, but the quote is availability. Not yeah, durability, but durability also I mean, rhymes. It, okay, it, it means it, it it means the same, but the quote isn't durability. It's availability. Okay, well I'm gonna keep saying durability, dude. That's like misquoting like Shakespeare. Who said that? I don't know
0: Shakespeare. Probably. No, I mean, who said the original? Like, yeah, who, who probably Shakespeare. That? I don't know. He said the. <laughs> He said the best ability Art
1: Dow ability is availability. All right, next one. The Kings will bring back Luke Walton as head coach next year. Don't know why. See you next year, Kings. Yeah, don't know why. <laughs> Luke
0: Walton, I like the guy, but I he's don't. not a good coach. He's a LeBron, baby. Yeah, he's not, he's not a good coach. He was a coddled coach by LeBron. That's all he is. I mean, he didn't even make the playoffs when he was the Lakers. Yeah, coach. dude. Him, Ty Lue and all them, like, come on. Well, no, Ty Lue's different. Spolstra. Shut up.
1: <laughs> Spolstra is literally one of the best coaches in NBA. I'm getting huh? on that one. Oh! Jeff Carter with the goal, baby!
0: Penn score. 2-1. Jeff Carter with the goal, baby!
1: Sorry. I told you. I warned everyone in the beginning, off the top. Penn's playoff game's happening, so I have to react. Jeff Carter is so good. That, Jesus Christ. All right, back to NBA. Um, after this fight coming up against Aaron Carter, Lamar Odom said he wants to avenge wait, Nate Robinson. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Aaron Carter's fighting Lamar Odom? Yeah, I talked like, about it before. that's now. how I beat Shaq?
1: Yeah. that's What? I, I, I talked about on this before. I did not hear. It's coming yes. in, it's come up in June. <laughs> it's Aaron Carter. Wait, he needs a, to
0: drop a fucking, that's how I beat Lamar Odom.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. not going to beat Lamar Odom, though. Basically, it's Crackhead versus Crackhead. It's basically watching. Yeah. Might as well go to Worldstar and watch bum fights.
0: Wait. This but, is insane. Dude, Lamar Odom is 6'10. That reach, Aaron Carter's not going to get on him. It's like instead of reviving Celebrity Deathmatch for TV, they it's were just, just like, let's just make boxing. it real life.
1: Yeah. No, but like, I, I could have I mentioned that before. I'm pretty sure I did. But, anyways, <laughs> after this fight, Lamar Odom's already looking forward to avenging Nate Robinson and fighting Jake Paul. No way in hell Jake Paul will take that fight.
0: No, he will because he's not a trained
1: boxer. No, but like he Lamar Odom is too low on the turnable for him. You think? Yeah, I mean he he went maybe if he's still married to the Kardashian and didn't become a crackhead who woke up in brothels. I feel that, but he did, which I don't <laughs> want to harp on on, on addiction because that was a very sad thing to happen to Lamar Odom. But he's healthy now, so I can kind of make a
0: joke about it. He's not going to fight Jake Paul. I mean, my favorite Stephen A. quote from all time will be, then they signed Lamar Odom, who was on crack.
1: (laughs) So that's not a shit I love uh, Stephen A. Smith for. Um, All right. Uh, Speaking of brothels and prostitutes, Mm -hmm. Marv Alberts is retiring after this NBA playoffs. A legendary broadcaster who uh, notably bit a prostitute one time. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure everyone knows about that story. Um, But he, regardless of what he does uh, off the court, (laughs) he is still one of the most legendary NBA announcers ever. Mm -hmm. And he will be hanging up after this year. So, all prostitute biting aside, it's it's tough.
0: Yeah, it's whatever.
1: All right, can I have two quick Heat headlines back-to-back?
0: Yeah, it's permitted.
1: Uh, The Heat announced that they will retire the Miami Vice jerseys after this year. Yeah, I
0: don't know why they did that.
1: Well, I think... Why does McDonald's take away the McRib and bring it back for hype?
0: That's true. That's they true. had
1: too many seasons in a row with Miami Vice different in iterations. Um, I guarantee they're just going to bring it back in like five, ten years. Fair um enough. but With that being said, this is a big Ryan Wiederstein Heat fan moment. What was your favorite Miami Vice intera- iteration? The newest one the the smoothie one the the gurt one the, the Trix yogurt the Trixie yogurt one <laughs> it's not my favorite but I like that one better than the last two before the hot pink and the blue um, my favorite is still will always be the first one the white with the pink Miami Vice lettering on it okay that one's the sweetest and then the second one was the black ones the exact same thing just black instead of white those two are the best two all
0: right I'll I'll trust your opinion on that
1: all right now the second <laughs> heat heat fandom uh, headline here is. Last Thursday against the Sixers, the third-to-last game of the season, Udonis him got in. First time he got minutes this season. Three minutes, four points, one board, and an ejection. <laughs> he got ejected for fighting with uh, Dwight Howard.
2: Yeah, I saw that. They're,
1: they got into it. A couple. They're basically under the basket, getting chippy. Mm-hmm. And then they got into words, and I think uh, Udonis not pushed them. or or try to like hit him, but like yeah. hit a connect. Anyway, he got ejected. That is, he is already the heat goat. Um, but then on top of that, that's just sweet. The only it's time he got so in this season, he got ejected for trying to fight Dwight Howard. That which is, this is a
0: perfectly fine candidate to pick the fight.
1: Oh my god, dude! Udonis you know, Haslem. I have his jersey. I never wear it. I might bring it to Deep Creek this weekend. Mm-hmm. Day drink with it on. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm. I love Udonis Haslem. He's the best. Um. The Jazz, Utah Jazz, finished with the best record in the league. This is the first time it ever happened to the Utah Jazz franchise.
0: Really? Yes. That's interesting.
1: Um, I was gonna. I'm gonna do this next week, most likely. I was talking to Matt on the way here about it. Um, my predictions for end season awards. A little, just a little um, preview. I'm probably gonna say Quinn Snyder is gonna win Coach of the Year. Uh, I, I think Tibbs deserves. Agree. I think Tibbs deserves to be a finalist if he doesn't win. Mm-hmm. And I think Monty Williams, who won the unofficial Coach of the Year, like it's not the actual award, it's like a, a pull. poll. Monty Williams from the Suns won it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both those are viable candidates, but at the same time, Quinn Snyder, coach of the Jazz for a few years now, brought them to their first ever best record in the league. Uh, I think you got to give it to them. Him. I you know? mean,
0: maybe biased. But respectfully, I disagree, and I think it's Tom.
1: I think – I mean, a lot of people I'm seeing saying Tibbs, but at the same time, a lot of the people saying Tibbs are Knicks fans.
0: Fair. That's I, like – I mean, I get the bias. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, I – also, I mean, I'm not, like, saying Tibbs can't win. Mm-hmm. I could
0: 100% see him win. I just – I think he'll be a finalist, but I don't think he'll win. I mean, to go from bottom – like, if with the Jazz, you're essentially going from the four seed in the West to the one seed in the West. Great improvement. They had a great season. But you're going from the... And then you're looking at the Knicks, who were bottom barrel of the East, that turned into fourth seed in the
1: yeah, East. I understand it's agree. It's insane. The only, the only reason I think it'll be Quinn Snyder's one, best record in the league, first time ever. Two, the reason they got there mm-hmm. was off the coaching abilities. They've had the same team, and they've yeah. always been the same. He decided to switch up his coaching style. Mm-hmm. He got basically... Not only that, but like the Jazz like broke records for franchise most threes and a half. Three series in the game, highest three percentage. He used everyone well, and Jordan Clarkson's hands down going to win six man of the year. Yeah, that's no question. So, and the fact that the way he used uh, Quinn Snyder was able to use him, I think mm-hmm. this shows how good of a, how the difference of the coaching between last year and this year was for him, which I think is a good reason he should win.
0: I feel, that.
1: Uh, but like I said, I'm not anti Tibbs winning. No,
0: I know you're not. I I, I would
1: love Tibbs t- t- <laughs> win. I mean, I, I like your Knicks. Um, all right, so I did this. For, we did this for NHL. Um, they're also the stat leaders for the NBA. Got uh, Obviously, the season's over, so we have that. I'm just going to go through the list real quick. Steph Curry uh, won points per game, which is the scoring title. He had 32 points per game. Rebounds per game, Clint Capella won that with 14.3 rebounds per game. That's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook has the assist record, 11.7. Jimmy Buckets got steals, 2.1 uh, per game. But most steals, like average, uh, he'll probably be on... Defense like first team or something like that. Uh blocks per game goes to Miles Turner, 3.4. He missed a lot of the season, but it's still hard to get average that high. Minutes per game, Julius Randle. He averaged 37.6 minutes per game. That's a lot of
0: minutes. Okay. Uh
1: field goal percentage goes to Rudy Gobert, 67.5. That's not really fair for a big guy to win that because they don't get half the time. If they miss a dunk, it's pretty bad. Three-point percentage, Joe Harris from the Nets, 47.5. Then free throw percentage goes to Chris Paul, 93.4. Nice, nice. Yeah. And that takes us into our weekly trivia. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. On Sunday's win against the Cavs, Kyrie Irving made history. What? Did we score again? Mm hmm. Who?
0: Uh, that guy.
1: Zucker. Is that Zucker? I can't see. It. Yeah, that's With Zucker. Beard. Woo! Three one baby, three one baby. Zucker, <laughs> let's get it. I'm gonna All say this right. score real quick, then I'll get back to the trivia question. All right, off the boards, plays it well, flips over, gives it back, fights for traffic. Oh, what a Snakes snipe, it in. dude! Matt, look at this. You see that?
0: Backhanded snipe.
1: <laughs> That's sick. All right. All right. Let's trivia question. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday's win against the Cavs, Kyrie Irving made history as the ninth player to ever join the 50-40-90 club, which is 50% from the field, 40% from three, and 90% from the line. They're on on the list of nine players, three of them are active. Um, I will give you one of the three because there's no way in hell you're going to get it. It's Malcolm Brogdon from the Pacers. Okay. But who are the other two?
0: Wait, what's now, the What's the stat?
1: from the field, 40% from three, 90% from the line, and before you start answering, since you've been doing good at it, I have hints for you. Okay. After each wrong guess, I'll give you a hint. Okay, Steph Curry. Steph Curry is one of them, correct. Clay? Strike one. Fuck.
0: I figured I'd just put them both in there.
1: Uh, Hit number one. Mm -hmm. He was an MVP. So I don't know going. if that helps me. <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm right. to... just go
1: through the who won MVP Kevin Durant. Place. Yes. Okay. All right, you got it. That's it. You won. Oh, uh, I won? Yeah, I was need him too because you're not getting Malcolm Brogdon, so I gave it to you.
0: Oh, there's nobody else on oh, the list?
1: Oh, the other people on the list were like Larry Bird. Uh, there's a couple other people like that. I just okay. shot screenshot it. But I just asked for the actives. Malcolm Brogdon, Steph Curry, and KD, do you want to know your third hint was? What? If you say you guessed James Harden or something like that, mm-hmm. I would have said... Uh, he was one of Steph's teammates, which year already
0: had off, so yeah,
1: it'd be pretty easy. All right, well, congrats. You got one. Uh, All right, let's go. You've been on a roll. I think you got last three. Yeah, yeah, I've been looking Ballons up. But i also be giving you, like, super mega heads. Yeah, you have. <laughs> All right, the last headline before we get into the playoff stuff is the Hall of Fame enshrinement was this weekend. We saw KG, Tim Duncan, and Kobe get in. Um, I, d- I didn't really watch it because I was working, but KG spoke first. He gave basically – Basically said he wouldn't want to be in enshrined with anyone else except for those two mm. big guys, two great guys. Um, Tim Duncan had Pop there in person with him, nice. And him and Pop, like, I think, started crying at some point because he was like, "This basically, like, my whole career is for you, man." And then Kobe, obviously the sad one, Michael Jordan introduced it, and yeah. Vanessa Bryant spoke, um, and his daughters were there too. So it was pretty sad on that. But don't get too into into that because uh, the 2021 class has been announced. Um so okay. for the NBA players who made it, Chris Bosch, my boy. I love it. Chris Bosch made it. Uh Paul Pierce, we all kind of we both kind of predicted that. Um Chris Weber. So
0: Yeah, I seen that too. That was one, crazy.
1: So one of the big things I need to remind everyone when we talk about this, it's not NBA Hall of Fame, it is basketball. He had a very good NBA career, Chris Weber, but you also had to consider how he was on the Fab Five, mm-hmm. and like how influential that team was, and how he's the best player on that team. Yeah. And then the last one, Ben Wallace, which is <clears was throat> out of left field. Yeah. I did not expect him to get I in. That. I
0: was like, let's fucking. I get was him. so pumped, yeah. dude. I
1: love Ben Wallace. And <laughs> like NBA Street, I think I played with him all the time. Yeah. Uh, the Big Fro, I think he was in the Malice and the Palace fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Ben Wallace guy, and I'm happy to see him made it. I did not expect that though.
0: Yeah, we said that last week. We were like, we hope Ben Wallace just makes it in somehow, and he yeah. didn't. And and he he did. did. That's
1: great. Um, from the coach's standpoint, we got Rick Aldman, uh, we got Jay Wright, I hope know a Villanova coach. And then Bill Russell. So he's now in as a player and a coach.
3: Yeah. So he—I
1: didn't know he coached. and I looked it up. He coached a couple places, but he pretty much as soon as he retired as a player, he took over for the Celtics and coached them. And really? I think he won a title or two as a coach. Nice. He's just the man. The WNBA got to give them some shine. Uh, Yolanda Griffith and Lauren Jackson.
0: Um. So I saw this stat. I didn't know. There's only been nine triple-doubles in the WNBA.
1: Yeah, and one of them was that Sabrina chick who was yeah, She just, was the youngest to yeah. ever do it, and she just did the other night. That's insane. And it's her debut – and her uh, so they played last year. I think she was in it last year. She's the second year right now. Um, but this is the first time she played in the Square Garden because they obviously were in the bubble. Yeah. And her debut in Madison Square Garden, she was like two rebounds away from it, and then like the next game she got it. She's was, pretty good.
0: I couldn't believe that that was the stat. I mean, like – you know, jokes aside, I like it's just kind of crazy. Like, all the years... I mean, how many years has the WNBA been a thing? Been a thing like, 20?
1: Something like that. Probably a little bit nine
0: triple doubles? That's yeah, wild. Like, Which, have, how many... Do they have the same number of games this season? Uh,
1: no. No. Oh. I think there's less. Because they played during the summer. They just started. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, I think mainly... Be, I feel like that's the thing. I don't know. I'm not a at WNBA expert. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think maybe it's a thing because there's not, like... A person who's so athletic, like LeBron or Ross, rebound, who can get it. Or, yeah. Yeah. So it's usually the best players are either guards. <clears throat> most likely, most of the time they're like guards. Yeah. So they can get the assists and the the, points, the scoring, but safe. they're not gonna get the rebounds. The Sabrina, <clears throat> she's. I mean, she was like C- Kobe's like uh like met- mentality. Yeah. Yeah. So like she she's like like has the mom mentality. That's why she's so good. I have a, one of my really good friends from high school is obsessed with her. And he actually has her jersey and watches every <laughs> WWE game she's in. And, he, and when he's tweeting, he's, I saw him, he live tweets everything. Yeah. Like, it kind of sucks. I muted him at one point because he just live tweets probably. shows. Like, if I was, like, late and watching Mandalorian, I would just, like, fucking look on Twitter. he's like, has a thread going. Mm-hmm. No one likes him either. So I don't know why he keeps doing it. Um, all right. We're going some headlines that are playoff-related now. Um, so, Donovan Mitchell, the Spider, is now practicing, and he is hopeful to play in game one.
0: Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, their,
1: their opponent is still to be determined. We'll get into that in a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one for you as a Knicks fan. Cam Reddish from the Hawks is going to miss the whole first round, most likely. Nice. He's not like – it's not like it's John Collins, Clint Capella, or Trey Young, mm-hmm. but he is a very good depth yeah, role key, player in that yeah, yeah. team. He's averaging like 11 points, like four rebounds. And the
0: Knicks don't have like the best step, so, so like any kind of help there is nice exactly for the Knicks.
1: Um the Nuggets are planning on giving Michael Porter Jr. more more of a role in the postseason, especially with the absence of Jamal Murray. Yeah, no shit. Uh, Michael shit. Porter Jr. finished the season averaging 19 points and 7.3 boards. So if he can keep that up, mm-hmm. I think the Nuggets should... I know it's probably like without mean, Jamal Murray, gonna, the Nuggets are going to struggle. But if he can step up and they give him more of a role... Who I are they I playing know, the first round? The, the Blazers.
0: Uh, Blazers. Which they also have their own injury
3: issues. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's, I guess it's like... More a more favorable matchup for them in terms of like yeah. well, how bad it could have been. Yeah, like it could have been the Clippers, and it would have been like, yeah, they're getting cooked. Yeah,
1: well, sure we'll save that. We'll get into it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Karis LeVert is out ten to fourteen days. Oh, um, he missed the first playing game and will most likely miss the whole first round if they win. Mm-hmm. Um, fourteen days though, he might catch at the tail end of it. But maybe, they're going to be if yeah. they win tonight in the playing game, they will be. The A C against the Sixers, they probably won't win.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So it don't even bother. It's health and safety protocols.
0: Uh, so, okay. So I don't know if it's hey, a, as just COVID. As long as cancer free. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say going I don't know them. if it's COVID or if it's about his cancer stent. Probably COVID, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, Bradley Beal was not 100 in the first playing game, and most likely won't be tonight for the second. Damn. The it's hamstring issues though.
0: They're playing the Pacers, right? Yeah, tonight.
1: First gotcha. winner gets eight seed, loser goes home. And then, with that being said, they released the schedule for the rest of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Opening night of the playoffs is Saturday. Opening day is a Saturday. This Saturday, wow. um, the matchups are Heat Bucks on ESPN at 2. Nice. nice. Um, we'll be hammered for that. Mavericks Clippers 430 on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celtics Nets 8 p.m. on ABC. Then the uh, closing on the opening day is Blazers Nuggets 1030 on ESPN. Um, which we'll get into now that we're at this point. We're going to get into the whole predictions, breakdowns, everything like that. Before that, let's get into what happened (coughs) in the playing game so far. So uh, the first playing game was Pacers-Hornets. Pacers destroyed them, 144-117.
0: I was watching and I was like, this isn't even a good game. Um, For most (laughs) of
1: these playing games, I looked at who did good, and Mm -hmm. the most notable stats, there wasn't anything crazy from the Pacers. Everyone just scored double digits. Yeah. Yeah. So the Hornets just did not show up. So that's bad on them. but I mean, they had a good
0: year for what they were expected. They're and get- they also didn't have Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball for a lot of those games. Yeah, so and uh, I think they'll be fine. I mean, look at the – they'll be fine for next year. I think they'll be like maybe even like a sixth seed next well, year.
1: Well, now that they missed the playoffs,
0: they're going to be in the lottery. So they have a chance to get a hot pick. Mm-hmm.
1: Again. Um, the Celtics beat the Wizards uh, behind a 50-point game from Jason Tatum, his first ever 50-burger.
0: Yeah. As oh, prior, really? First first,
1: first ever 50-point wow. game for Jason Tatum yeah, in his he career. balled the fuck out. He balled the fuck out. It was a still close game, I'm pretty sure, but yeah, the Wizards have to play tonight against the Pacers in the uh, second playing game for the East. It's probably going on right now. Yeah, so let me look at the score real quick because... We obviously don't have that on. Usually, we have a basketball playing, but Pens are in the playoffs. So, right now it's fifty to thirty-four in favor of the Wizards with six minutes left in the second. So, let's we'll assume the Wizards win. we'll just remember the, we'll assume the Wizards win for the next coming stuff. Mm-hmm. From the West, we have the Spurs, Grizzlies playing game. Valentunas put up twenty-three points and twenty-three boards. Jesus Christ! And the Grizzlies beat the Spurs, sending the Spurs home. Um, and then the other one, Lakers, Warriors. Pretty wild game. Curry wow. dropped 37, but LeBron in his triple-double, including his deep three to win the game. It wasn't a buzzer beater. There's like a minute left, but that was ended up being the winning yeah. back bucket. Um, so the Lakers were able to get the dub against the Dude, dubs.
0: crazy game. I mean, like the Warriors like were handling them at first, too. Yeah. Like they were pretty dominant over them. I think, what was the stat? Like LeBron, AD, and Schroeder were like – had five points in the first like, – Jeez. Yeah first quarter and a half or half yeah. Like it was insane. And then for LeBron I think LeBron had five points by halftime or maybe the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And for him to end with a triple double, that's huge.
1: It's crazy. Um
0: but yeah that shot the fucking hit from Draymond Green like made him like blind apparently. Yeah. And I feel like it was like LeBron embellishing because he like he loves to do that oh definitely but he was like the, the whole post game interview is like yeah i saw three nets and <laughs> i went for the middle one and made it and i was like all right dude i mean i love you but come on.
1: <laughs> yeah so for confession nba an analyst here i should have I, I didn't watch it i should have i was with my girlfriend so i couldn't watch it because she I, I said can you watch this He's she's like no
0: you should have like had her put the uh iphone with the game on on top of her head that would be great um no, but I did watch the highlights and shit, so I did see that three was
1: deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Matt was, even, too. Matt was even Matt was even saying on the way here because I missed that. Um, he said like it didn't look like a dirty play by Draymond;
0: it just happened. Yeah, it's just yeah, it was contact. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. All right. So I still hate Draymond. The playing game tomorrow for the West will be the Grizzlies versus the Warriors. It could anything can happen that game? But I'm taking the Warriors.
0: In the yeah. Way. Me too. Me too. No questions.
1: All right. So now that we know that, we will go through the rest of the Which, playoffs.
0: if that's the case then, and assuming the Wizards win here, the play tournament was useless. Yeah, 7-8, seven, 7-8. Eight,
1: seven, eight.
0: Yeah, 7-8, 1, 7-8, 1.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about the playing games a lot, so I don't want to get into the whole thing nah, with that. I, I, but... I hear you. Um, <coughs> all right. Let's go through the Eastern Conference first. So I'm going to go through each matchup. I have a little bit of something written down, and I have – uh, basically my predictions. Okay, and I want to hear your predictions after I talk about them. So first game, the number one seed versus number eight seed. It's the Sixers versus either the Wizards or the Pacers. We'll assume it's the Wizards. Um, this year, the Sixers are two and one versus the Pacers in their season series, and they're three and zero versus the Wizards in their season series. Um, if it's the Wizards, I I think the Sixers should be able to handle them pretty easily. Um, especially if Bradley Beal isn't 100%. And I would say – They're gonna not be... going to have an
0: answer for the six or the, for Embiid.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's going to be Philly in either four or five, probably four. Probably four. I think it's going to be, sweet. I think it's be yeah. sweet. Maybe they'll get one game.
0: Maybe, like, Russell have a crazy game. Mm-hmm. But I, it's going to come down to Bradley Beal, too. So I don't maybe... think there's ever a chance that the Wizards are going to win this series. Yeah, there's no shot now.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the two versus the seven. We got the Nets versus Celtics. The Nets are 3-0 against the Celtics this season.
0: And they will be probably 7-0 by the end of that series. Yeah, because
1: no Jalen Brown for the Celtics. No Jalen, no chance.
0: And, like, Jalen just put up 50. Yeah. Like, he would have to do that for four games if they're going to win that series. So, I have Nets
1: in five. I think there's going to be one game that the Celtics get where Jason Tatum is to do something crazy.
0: Maybe. I still think it's going to be a sweep.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I could see it being a sweep, but I'm going to go Nets in five there. The three versus six, the Bucks versus the Heat.
0: <laughs> I'll hear so, your take first. So
1: the season series is <clears> two <throat> one in favor of the Bucks. Both teams had minor changes since the last time they saw each other last year. Uh, last year, the Heat won five. Um, Look at you trying to fluff this up. Let's stop. Let's <laughs> let me do it. I think this is going to be one of the best series in the uh, in the playoffs first round, just because of what happened last year. Um, with that being said, Heat and four. Just kidding. I think I honestly, taking off my fan bias here, I'm going to go Bucks and six. But if the Heat do win, I think it's going to be Heat and seven. It's not going to be what it was last year. I don't think it's going to be uh, a five game, four sweep, or a five game series win for either team. I think if the Bucks win, which is the more likely outcome, it's going to be six, four, two. I think five. You think five? I think I, five. I see. I disagree with that. I think the. uh,
0: it's the Bucks year, dude. I I, mean, I do
1: think it's the Bucks year, that's why I think they're gonna win uh in six games. But however, I think the Heat play I think the Heat play uh the Bucks pretty well. Yeah. So I think I mean two one in the se- I mean, I season series. I just two one in the season series. It's not like they got swept in the season series. And I Jimmy think... Buckets
0: will probably prove me wrong. And I hope he does. I mean, like I I like the Heat. I like the Heat. It's just I I just don't see it. I just don't.
1: Alright, we'll see. We'll see. You should write down your predictions I have mine written down. Alright, dude. Because I just want to
0: compare, dare to compare. All right, what was a, uh, all right, Sixers and four, and then Nets and four, Bucks and five.
1: All right, write my next to it. I have Sixers and four, Nets and five, Bucks and six. All right, and then the last one from the East, the Knicks versus the Hawks. So the Knicks. Won the season series 3-0. They swept the yeah. Hawks this season. Um, very different, though, because the Hawks didn't really get hot till the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And the Hawks and Nets uh, didn't really play at the end of the season, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's a very different Hawks team than the Knicks all season. <laughs> However, Camarache is also out, which is kind of tough. I think both these teams are pretty equally matched. No offense to either fan base. I don't think this team, either team is going to make it past the first round. Oh, no way. So this first round matchup is pretty much the finals for both fan bases. Mm-hmm. And I have the Nixon 7. Uh,
0: I'm going to take Nixon 6. Okay. I think the loss of Cam Reddish is going to be a harder hit. Yeah. And I think that will give him the series earlier than you're anticipating.
1: Yeah. I I think it all depends on how Julius Randle is being handled. Um, if he's going to play dominant like he did all season. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I'm saving my season awards for next week because fucking Julius Randle is going to win Most Improved easily. I already went through mm. like half my answers.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I might as it's well say off the top of my head, right? Now, right? Joker MVP. Snyder, Coach of the Year. The only one Six, you
0: haven't alluded to is Defensive Player.
1: Sixth Man of the Year, Jordan Clarkson. Most Improved, Julius Randle. Rookie of the Year, LaMelo, just because he came back. Maybe Anthony mm. Edwards might beat him out. And defense, I'm going with Ben Simmons. Okay. Just throwing it out there. I'll get a more in-depth breakdown next week. Um, so yeah, that's the East. Um, we will get we'll go we'll do this round by round, mm-hmm. the predictions. This throw this out there. Uh we will go to the West now, where the number one seed Jazz is awaiting whoever wins the Warriors Grizzlies game. Let's assume it's Warriors. Let's assume it's Warriors. The Jazz are one and two versus Warriors this year, but <laughs> three and no versus Grizzlies. Um, oh, I think right, the Jazz right. wouldn't rather have the Grizzlies in this matchup Oops. over the Red Hot Warriors and Steph Curry. But I still think if it's the Warriors, uh, Donovan Mitchell being healthy could help the Jazz's case. The Jazz are a completely different team without Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's the Grizzlies, I think the Jazz will sweep them. If it is the Warriors, I think it's going to go longer. I think it's still going to be Jazz regardless. Yeah. I think Jazz in six of it's the Warriors.
0: That's what I was going to say too.
1: Yeah, so let's assume it's the Warriors here. Uh, I think it's going to be Jazz in six. I think it's going to be maybe less than that, maybe five, with every game being super close. Mm-hmm. Because the Jazz just have a better team than the yeah, Warriors. Yeah, they do. But the Warriors have Steph.
0: <laughs> the X-Factor X- mashup is Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert.
1: Yeah. I mean, Draymond's pretty good defensively, mm-hmm. and Rudy is amazing defensively.
0: Steph Spider will trade off shots.
1: Yeah, um, but I think Steph's gonna outscore a Spider almost every single game. Yeah. However, sure. look at Donovan Mitchell last <laughs> se- last season, the first round. Him, remember him and Jamal Murray went back and forth, mm-hmm. like fifty points, fifty points, fifty points. Yeah. If that's the same Spider we're getting in the last playoffs, then I could see a big do uh, duel between those two. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the Jazz just have a better team. Yeah. You yeah. know that's for sure. Um, next one, Suns that two spot versus the Lakers at <laughs> the seven. <laughs> So, first of all, the Suns beat the Lakers this year 2-1 in the season series. Yeah, but um, what does that really mean? The Lakers have injuries all season. Yeah. It's not the same Lakers team they're going to get now. So, that's a very tough draw for the Suns here. Um, they have them in the first round. If LeBron and AD stay healthy, I'm saying uh, the Lakers won't win easily because of how good the Suns team is this year. But I'm still saying Lakers in six. Oh, Maybe seven.
0: I'll give them seven. I'll give him seven.
1: Yeah. I'm saying it's going to be, regardless. I think the Lakers are still a contender in the West. I still think they're going to most likely beat the Suns, move on, um, especially with LeBron if he stays healthy. But the Suns team isn't anything to like, fuck around with, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not like a shitty Suns team of how many years, now. I mean, CP3, dude. And CP3 is a complete game changer. Mm-hmm. All right. The three versus six, we got the Nuggets versus Blazers. The Nuggets are 2 and 1 versus Blazers this year. Joker's MVP. Um, tough to not have Jamal Murray, but I think Nuggets can still win. And I think, my, like I mentioned before, Michael Porter Jr. is huge in this matchup. I see the Nuggets winning and six.
0: Um, I think
1: you might get a game-time game winner, but that's it.
0: I'm going to say Nuggets in five.
1: I, I, was, I was between five and six, but I, I'm just trying to give the Blazers a little bit more credit than that.
0: I just think Joker's going to go off here. Yeah. And they're not going to be able to contain Joker. I, I, I agree, because I mean...
1: Nurkic is the only one really they That's have it. down low, That's and it. then you also got Aaron Gordon now on the Nuggets. Hey, mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to handle both of them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, then finally, the last matchup of the of the first round, wrong. the Clippers versus the Mavericks. The uh, Clippers are one and two versus the Mavericks this year. So the Mavericks have the season series. Yeah. This matchup is all about individual performances, in my mind. Mm-hmm. If Kawhi plays and Playoff P doesn't suck dick. It'll be very hard for the Mavericks to win this, and so I'm saying Clippers in five. I think you're going to have—this matchup was a first round last year, and it was uh, Clippers in five because Luka had that crazy buzzer beater, and I can see Luka having an insane game one of these games Mm -hmm. and getting a win, maybe game two or three, but I think the Clippers won't have any real problem with the Mavericks, so I'm doing Clippers in five.
0: I'll say, Cl- I'll say Clippers in six. It, it, this one, I, the Clippers are weird because which which Paul George is showing up exactly, you and
1: know? it's also weird because the Mavericks won the season series. But how many? I ain't looking this this part of stats. I just looked at the games. How many of those games did Kawhi sit out? You know, or how many? The Clippers struggle with health issues too. That's why they're the four seed mm-hmm. and not the one or two. Uh, they. This is not the same Clippers team. Like the Lakers, this is not the same Clippers team you see during the regular season. Yeah. When everyone's back and healthy, it's a completely different team.
0: It just comes to playoff P if he shows up or not. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Um, has his ball, I'm thinking his he's not going to show up that well, so I think it's going to be Clippers in six.
1: I think he will show up because he had a bad outing last year. I think he's too good of a player to consistently have bad playoffs. See, I, I mean, can- he didn't have consistent bad playoffs. When he was on the Pacers, they made they played the Heat really well. How long ago really was well. he on
3: the Pacers, though?
1: I mean, seven years. That's all. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> but,
0: like, here's my – I think he's just too soft. Yeah. I think he's too soft to – is why he's, he's going to let all that, like uh, – uh, What's the word I'm looking for? He's Like, all that adversity is just going to come crashing on him, and he's not going to be able to perform. I, I can see that.
1: Um, all right, that's all we have for the playoff predictions. let will go through it real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Sixers and Four, Nets and Five, Bucks and Six, Knicks and Seven, Jazz and Six, Lakers and Six, Nuggets and Six, Clippers and Five.
0: I have Sixers and Four, Nets and Four, Bucks and Five, Knicks and Six, Jazz and Six, Lakers and Seven, Nuggets and Five, and Clippers and Six.
1: All right, now let's get to my favorite segment every season. And it's looking at my preseason predictions. Mm hmm. And seeing how they stand it up to the test of time here, um, from the East, we'll do the East first. My finals contenders in the beginning of the season were the Bucks. Okay, they can it's still, still contend. Can still contend for finals. Mm-hmm. The Nets, yes, sir. Yeah, the Nets are a hundred percent in that category. And last one's the Celtics. Oof. So each category, I, I pretty much have a name. I, I,
0: I don't think that's your fault. I, I feel like they had a lot of injuries and shit that really affected them.
1: So their big injuries to Jalen Brown didn't come till after they're already in oof territory. But they had they had
0: some other injuries throughout the year, right?
1: be walking in and play for the whole first like month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, they still haven't figured out their big guy situation, yeah, which is the biggest true. glaring issue they had. Um, Marcus Smart missed some time, but still, I think that they should have been better than finished in seventh seed and have to be in a playing game. So I would give that as an oof as a finals contender.
0: Right. I mean finals contender. We're talking yeah, about that's the top true. teams here. That's true.
1: And I don't think they were a top team ability there. Um so next one's playoff locks. The Heat. All right. Playoff lock, we don't have to do a playing game, that counts. Yeah. Sixers. They're more a finals contender, but they still made the playoffs, so technically I'm right.
0: Yeah, and nobody nobody thought the Sixers were gonna go off like that. Yeah, indeed had a,
1: a career year here. Mm-hmm. Now, my oof for this category is the Raptors. The Raptors struggled yeah. a lot this year, whether it be injuries, whether it be discipline issues with Siakam. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't. They were like eliminated a, a week or two ago. So as a playoff flock, that's a big oof.
0: Yeah, I, I don't fault you for that one, though, because, I mean, I don't think anybody – I think Back a lot of people ball. had that. Yeah, I know? agree with that. Same take. It wasn't like an off-the-ball take you had.
1: Yeah, I agree. On the bubble teams. So, essentially teams that have been fighting for last of playoff spots. In this case, basically fighting to get in a playing game. hmm Pacers. Yeah. They're in a playing game. That's yeah. a yes. Hornets. Yep. Playing game, yes. Wizards. Playing game. Playing game, yes. Hawks. They, they should have been a playoff flop. But, it's not really on me. Yeah, I don't I, think they yeah. They, yeah, they, they got a favor They far off the mark there. They had a favorable schedule near down the stretch. to got them the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. Click the went off. They're on the bubble. I still say I would not take that one back. I still would have said they're on the bubble. They had a favorable schedule down the stretch. Yeah. Um, And they played out of their mind. So I'm not going to take away from their playing ability. But still, I'm not going to give myself an oof for that. Um, I have yes, 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 no instead of an oof. And then finally, not a chance. Not a chance. Teams, teams I did not think were going to be close to the playoffs. Magic. They had us in the first half. <laughs> Remember they start off super quick. Super, yeah, super yeah,
0: it's weird.
1: Not gonna lie, they had it in the first half there. The Cavs, Sexlin. Good effort from them. Yeah, nothing. Pistons, I nailed it. Yeah, and they suck. They suck. The Bulls, they almost made the playing games, but they didn't. So I'd still win. Now my big oof, the Knicks. The Knicks, I had <laughs> not a chance. And in my in my defense, no one had them doing as good as they did. Yeah. No one thought about how impactful Tibbs would be and how Julius Randle
0: would absolutely kill but, it
1: this year. I should have maybe, in hindsight, put him on a bubble team because they got Julius Randle, but no one expected him to play as good. He wasn't doing anything. I, yeah.
0: I'd love to, you know, put my Knicks hat on and be like, fuck you, I told you the Knicks were legit, uh, no one had them, like you said. I mean, it was completely off the wall, random that they did this this year. If I had hopefully th- they keep it up, is all I can
1: ask. If I had more, had more t- time on my hands, I would go listen to the podcast where I first announced my predictions and begin the season and see what your reaction was to the Knicks. Because I feel like you were like, "Fuck you," but you weren't also like, "No, dude, they should be playoff locks." You know, we're I was like, I game. could
0: see. I think I said I could see them making the playing game.
1: Yeah, yeah. You see I think you've argued for them to be a bubble team.
0: Yeah, I could I could set in the bubble team because I thought, you know, with the new coach, they have mm-hmm. some talent in the mm-hmm. young in the young uh, player positions. Um, I thought it could work out and it went above my expectations. It went above everyone's expectations.
1: Mm-hmm. Um all right. Final from the West now. Finals contenders. One the Lakers. So injuries. Yes. Injuries had them as a bubble team. Yeah. But I still say I would win that one. Technically, they're still one of the biggest finals contenders in the West.
0: I mean, if LeBron is in the playoffs, he's a finals contender. Yes,
1: and I don't take that one back. Even though they're technically a bubble team, I do not take that one back. I wouldn't either. Clippers, so they're not a top three team. However, they still are finals contenders. Yeah, Yeah. the West is
0: different. Yeah,
1: they had injuries, which same with the Lakers, why they went from like top three to like what they're four. and I think playoff Kawhi is like playoff LeBron. You can never count him out. I mean, look what he did with the Raptors.
0: Yeah, the West, like I said, the West is weird. I mean, you have like your top five teams can all make the finals. Yeah,
1: they're all contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, then my last finals contender was the Nuggets. They finished top three. Jamal Murray may not make them. But missing Jamal Murray might not make them a finals contender, but they still finished top three, which gives me a win on that one.
0: I think. Yeah, I can agree. And like you can't, you can't have hold injuries against you.
1: Can't hold injuries on my against my picks. Joker's MVP, I think that's a win for me. Mm-hmm. Um all right, locks. This is the West Side. I did way better I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> playoff locks. The Jazz. So they finished number one. So but that was kind of unexpected. They yeah. did they did some things this year that I didn't think. But having them as a playoff lock, I still it's kinda of like the Lakers. Technically I was wrong because I, I put them in a tier below they should have been. Mm-hmm. But I still think me calling that they're a, a, a lock is a lock is, is yeah. a good. One. Mavericks <clears throat> called it. Yeah. I said they're gonna be a playoff lock and they got the sixty, they didn't have to do a playing game, so I count that. And then same with the Blazers. They mm-hmm. I, I called them as a playoff lock and they didn't have to do a playing game, so I think that is a good call.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: On on the bubble, I have the Suns. So the oof. Suns play outplayed expectations. Yeah, I will take an oof on that one. Um they played way better. I should have thought about the Chris Paul effect. Yeah but I didn't. Um, but, oh, still, but still, but uh, still, good for the Suns this year.
0: I love how that's just the thing now.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, Warriors called it bubble team, playing game called that. Grizzlies playing game called that. Pelicans, they were one of the last teams eliminated in the West, mm-hmm. so I count this as a win because bubble, not necessarily in the playing games, but at the same time, they're basically one game or two games away from being a bubble team.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if I can give you that much leeway on this one. Because Stan Van Gundy was horrible. Yeah. He's so bad.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, the islands just scored. Fuck me. We still got a one-goal lead. It's not bad. Yeah, last third period. Jarri's got to hold strong here. Mm-hmm. And then my last bubble team, this is a big oof. I had the Rockets. So my mindset when I wrote this, I reread I what I said. I you. I thought they were going to have Harden longer than they did. Mm-hmm. I thought that Harden was going to get traded closer to the deadline. Mm-hmm. And in that case, they were going to be big enough in the standings that when they lost him, they were still able to compete.
0: Yeah,
1: and they they fall on tanked. They fall on tanked. I mean, Christian Wood injury wasn't good. Mm-hmm. That that helped them lose a lot of games. And John Wall was in and out of the lineup every night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. was a good acquisition that helped yeah, them out. They, they KPJ. They had Victor Oladipo for a lot of the season, mm-hmm. but he struggled with injuries as well. So the Rockets, I had the bubble. That was an oof, but it's whatever. Um, and then the uh, non-chance team, the only team I I was wrong on. Was the Spurs cause they ended up being a bubbled playing team. Yeah. But that is very I think that's I think that's in the same category as the Pelicans, being a bubble team and they didn't make it. Where the Spurs weren't gonna be a bubble team, but they ended up making it. It's mm-hmm. like basically just flip those two, it's fine. I'd
0: hold the Pelicans more against you than the Spurs.
1: Yeah. And then off top of that, Kings nailed it, Timberwolves nailed it, Thunder nailed it.
0: Dude, Timberwolves, that's the one I think they can be a playoff team next year.
1: I think I'd put 'em I would them. i do not know what's gonna happen this offseason. I don't know what Bar they're gonna, you gonna do. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do in the offseason. But already, early predictions, I'll probably put him on the bubble team. Not, not a chance. Yeah. Because Anthony Edwards played very well. So, Cat needs to be healthy, and they're that solid and they're going
0: to get a solid pick.
1: They're going to get a solid pick. They're probably going to get – maybe they could try to get someone free agency. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Timberwolves and new ownership coming. Probably, yeah. I mean, it is. A-Rod and the other guy bought him. So oh, yeah, after – right. not yeah. this season. Yeah. I think it might be the last season of the other owner. Um, but, yeah, that's what I did. I, overall, I'd say I didn't do the worst. The big o's for the Knicks,
0: um, the Suns. I'd give you a B plus A minus range. Good. I, last year's was way worse. Yeah, yeah. I, I kinda But pull like that COVID, up. I didn't hold that against you.
1: Yeah, COVID was different, but yeah. All right. Well that's all I got for NBA. The lot a lot we just went through a lot, but I'm excited for the playoffs. The only problem we we're talking about the schedule, I forgot to mention this. The Heat play at two and the Pennsylvania playoff game at three. We're going to have to have two TVs in Deep Creek. What I'm going to do is, my plan is, the main TV everyone's watching it on, we have an hour of the heat before the pens come on.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe we can get to halftime. And then I'm going to have another TV with the heat game on consistently, and I'll be watching the pens, because that's more important to me. Mm-hmm. Like, what I, uh, game four, or so at that point, game four is more important than game one. Mm-hmm. But in intermissions or some of like that, I might run every other TV and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get take it over to uh, Pop Culture. Yeah.
0: So I take the tank fly it right up to the general's palace drop it at his feet i'm like boom you looking for this all right and let's get into some pop culture gonna lead off with movies uh not much honestly this week um hocus pocus 2 is confirmed for fall 2022 for disney plus
1: i saw bet medler tweet about it with the sisters like she does like in there
0: oh yeah that makes sense um but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, we'll see it. We'll see what that looks like whenever footage comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then DC, so they're doing the whole Batman Long Halloween or the Long Night movie.
1: Yeah,
3: and
0: apparently after that, they're working on a an Justice animated movie. That'd be sweet. It's my favorite story. It's so awesome. That'd be sweet. I mean, it's from literally, the games, right? Yeah, it's literally like the story from the game. So you're gonna have like essentially two universes of DC heroes, uh, one with evil Superman. That'd be sweet. And uh, so, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a trailer for it during the on the Blu-ray release of the long Halloween or long night Batman movie, mm-hmm. um, which comes out towards October, I believe. So, we'll get footage of that around that time. And then, Amazon is currently negotiating a deal to acquire MGM for $9 billion. That's crazy. <laughs> Bezos, dude.
2: <laughs> Why not? I mean,
1: <laughs> Amazon... Say what you want, Amazon has had the year of their life with mm-hmm. the pandemic, so they have money to throw for shit like this, you know? Exactly.
0: And did the yeah. Amazon Prime just get the Thursday night games? Yeah, and you know what I bet their plan is? What? That, you know how like HBO Max is doing the Warner Brother thing? Mm-hmm. Their Amazon Prime's gonna have MGM movies exclusive to it for a while. Yeah,
1: which I don't mind because I already get Amazon Prime for mm-hmm. other reasons, so yeah. it's easy to watch, you know? But that was all I have for movies. Anything you want to toss in? Oh, Penza scored. Let's go. 4 power 3. Play. Dude, uh, while we we're in break, there was a big scrum. Like, everyone's in the box on both sides. They just had a power play to tie it up. Then we just had a power play, and we took the lead again. Nice. Sorry. No, you're good. Anything else for movies, though? No, I've just warning. I've been out of touch for movies TV TV last week because I worked 60 hours last week. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh,. Next up for TV then, uh, did you watch any Bad Batch? The episode three, right? There's not a new one after that. I think there's only three right now. Yeah. Yes. I did. Pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, don't want to keep spoiling things you haven't watched yet. You're fine. But basically, okay. the villain of the series, mm-hmm. you see... I can't tell you anything like that. The villain of the series, there's basically two arcs going on. The Bad Batch on a remote planet, and they have to deal with like mm-hmm. this moon dragon shit. Okay. And then another one is uh, the villain of the series. Basically, takes a squadron of is new stormtroopers. Kind of, he's like the one of the. Yeah. He's like the of head it's... of the villain. Um, is it Theron? I'm not gonna. No, it's not Theron. It's like <laughs> it, I can't tell you. <laughs> that's Just Stop fine, asking questions. Unless you want fine. me to spoil it, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Um, basically, see how ruthless the new regimes. We can see why how the uh, empire becomes. Ruthless because it's already kind of taken, like, a, a squadron of troopers got to go. Basically get ordered to kill civilians. Oh, okay. And, Okay am uh, Saul Guerrero's people. I'm going to spoil it a little Okay, Okay. Saul Guerrero, you see him again in Episode 2, mm-hmm. and, or Episode 1, and you see, like, his beginning of the rebellion with his little camp, and they go and basically shoot civilians up. Even though half of them, like, don't really want to. It's, I you can't get into that spoiler.
2: Mm-hmm. But that's the
1: one plot. The other plot is the, oh, it's Jeff Carter again. Jeff Carter, two goals. He's a fucking beast. Um, then the other plot is the Bad Batch. They're on that planet. And the theory I threw out there that Omega might be Force-sensitive. More evidence in this episode. Nice. Okay. Basically, she picks up. You gotta have a Jedi. And she basically picks up a Hunter, uh, Tracker. What's the name? Hunter? Tracker main one, the, yeah, the hunting yeah. one. He um, he gets incapacitated, and she immediately takes up his tracking abilities um, like instantly. Oh, wow. And solves the problem. Nice. And then there's another little thing, too, where you might see... Remember I said there's one Bad Batch clone who had the chip work and no yeah. one's in it? There's, they're teasing that maybe another one might flip. Oh, wow. Because the one guy's like, oh, my head hurts, and holding exactly where the chip is the whole episode. Oh damn! But yeah. it's like I think I got hit my head on something. Like it's fine, but he keeps grabbing where the chip see. is. Oh, okay. So you might see another one.
0: Cool. cool. Activate.
1: But that's all I can say about A Eight. I right.
0: did see that the composers when they made the they like saw the series finale and they said they shed a tear. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean it's so far excited. so good. I'm I think another
1: one gets dropped tomorrow. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be watching it probably before Deep Creek if I have time. If yeah, not, yeah, I, I might do that after. tomorrow.
0: I might try to do that tomorrow so we can discuss.
1: Yeah, but, uh, but I just I... watch the first episode. It's yeah. An... Oh, okay. Never mind, we're good. That <laughs> might be next up. Bit. He might be out. Fuck. Not. It's a, a guy an Islanders team. I'm just a big. I hate
0: seeing guys get hurt. So uh, <laughs> next up, HBO Max is about to be offering a limited version of the platform with ads and no premium like features for ten dollars a month. So, like, all the movies that are coming out, those aren't going to be available on this platform. Um, But it'll be a cheaper option to try to get people into HBO Max for a cheaper option there.
1: That's cool. Yeah, I guess it's a
0: good idea for them. Um, And then Disney also dropped the Monsters of Work trailer. I don't know if you got a chance to see
1: it. No, I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, so it's essentially... Monsters, Inc.? Yeah, it's a sequel series uh, of Monsters, Inc. And it's going to be... You're going to have, like, uh, Minka Kelly, like, a bunch of good voice actors in the show... And it's just going to be looking at like the day-to-day of Monsters, Inc. after the whole events of the first movie. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm pretty cool. excited for that. I think they got the original voice actors on board, too. That's cool. Then, um, apparently Da Vinci Code is dropping a prequel show. It's called The Lost Symbol. I didn't get a chance to see the trailer. But uh, I love that movie. And I think that could be a cool idea for a show.
1: Is there precedent in the... Books for it because they're all based on books. Fuck I
0: don't have some power for that. Um, I'm not entirely sure because I didn't read the books, but I, I love the series, so I, I can't see it being that bad. Okay. I'll, I'll check out the footage, though. Then Marvel's What If is releasing this August. That's for confirmed. It. Can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, last thing I had was Ellen's Cancelled. So Ellen's done officially. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of like, people were alluding to it, obviously, because the whole workplace uh, negligence mm-hmm. that was reported. So. Ellen came out and said it was like essentially like a coup like essentially like people just ma- made shit up to get her off the air yeah but yeah so no more Ellen she's done too
1: okay cause I saw her name pop up a shit ton I just didn't know why
0: mm-hmm. but uh that was on for TV anything you want to toss in
1: didn't watch SNL did up, up on key right yeah which I really want to I haven't had time yeah
0: I think I saw one skit for him it was uh it was pretty good I can't remember the Get that. I just remember it being good
1: Then I didn't watch Any more of Young Rock I, I'm all I, Young Rock and Home Economics The two shows that are new That I'm kind mm-hmm. of wa- trying to watch um, Young Rock is great still But I'm letting it catch up Yeah. So I, I, those type of shows Half hour comedies Are more of a bingeable thing mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to give it some time
0: Alright with that Let's take it over to music A lot of jams this week I'll lead off with a big one though J. Cole dropped The Off Season His new album Honestly the thing's great If the guy does win a Grammy I'm gonna be furious If they give it to like Megan the Stallion Or some fucking uh, bullshit like that uh. <laughs> um, The ones I really fucked with Punching in the clock All of them are kinda like The same vibe Just really good flow Great bars
1: so You wanna hear a Confession by me? Yeah Jay Cool, I always respect the hell out of him, but I never was a huge fan. But I, feel I that. but once again, I respect him because that he has great flow
0: and good beats. And- mm-hmm. Then I uh, let go of my hand. It's featuring Bass and uh, Black. I can't say that.
3: Just when did I become my biggest critic I wanna be my biggest fan Like how I was when then nobody knows my jam Today my son said that, let go my hand Reminded me one day he's gonna be his own man And my job is to
0: make sure he's equipped I gotta make sure he not no bitch Cause nigga's now the time And then Hunger on the Hillside with Boss <laughs> These
1: words I still say like I'm slept on I said so I can't cast the next stone
2: this is one of my favorites.
0: Then, uh. 100- sorry, I'm, sorry,
1: I'm not reacting. This is shit going on. Yeah, right. it's just Penn's game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, then 100 mil with Boss as well. One of my favorites.
2: Ooh, like this.
0: You'll probably hear these a lot during the NBA playoffs. Yeah, they'll probably like feature one of them.
1: Yeah, exactly commercial song.
0: Then the big one that's kinda of blown up and not uh, like on social media is Pride in the De- is the Devil. Uh, it's J. Cole and Lil Baby. The transition from J. Cole's verse to Lil Baby's verse is insane. I'm gonna try to find it here. Uh. There
2: it is.
0: straight into it
1: that's great that's great actually like i've been watching like
0: react videos of it and it's just hilarious (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah honestly the album's fantastic it's one of those albums you can just play from start to finish and enjoy every song on it
1: yeah it Um, seems like a big
0: vibes one yeah i give it a like four and a half to five range you'll, you'll love the thing um highly recommend
1: but other jams this Wait, real week. real quick about J. Cole. Do you see him? I mean, I thought about last one. Do you see him in the African basketball league he's in?
0: Yeah, yeah. He Dude. put up like three points, three boards, and uh, I think two assists or something like that. Yeah, I
1: saw uh, a highlight the other day where he had a sick block, mm-hmm. grabbed
0: the board, and just immediately outlet it, and they transitioned into a score. That, yeah, he's
1: actually doing pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, he also had a killer freestyle on some uh, podcasts and radio shows for the uh, promotions of the album. Mm-hmm really good stuff but uh let's get into the other jams of the week um i don't know i mean you can pick one of the j cole songs if you want to throw in too but i'll just let you pick whatever ones you like not, uh, gonna, not gonna lie yeah
1: i have listened to all the j cole ones i don't know the names because i was That's not paying attention fully <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh blame it on me bryce vine I like this. Price was great. <laughs> then, uh, The Difference by Daya.
1: Was this Dio? Yeah. Pittsburgh Chick, right? Yeah. West right. Midland.
0: Yeah. Then uh, Skrillex, Sway Lee, and Sick Brain. Mount Oliva, by the way. Oh, Mount Olivo. That's right. Uh, Skrillex, Sway Lee, and Sick Brain. Too bizarre. <laughs>
1: I just, like I just like pick up. Mm-hmm. I love Sweet Lee, so.
0: Who's that? Skrillex says this shit. Oh, Skrillex, yeah. Fuck Skrillex.
1: <laughs> the only good one's Equinox, where it's
0: like, call oh, 911 yeah. now! <laughs> 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 I feel like you'll like this one, though. I like that. T Pain and Kalani. Ooh. T-Pain's been like remixing all of his like classic bangers with like a twist on it Dude, I love feature, this and they're all great what's
2: oh, this called again? uh
0: it's called I Like That D-A-T Then uh, we are the people Martin Garrix, Bono, and The Edge Fuck Bono (laughs) Dude.
1: <laughs> I mean, it sounds great. I mean, is good for
0: like an EDM feature like this. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: that's true. But like, I
0: wouldn't like jam out the YouTube. <laughs> I,
1: I, I'm one. Of the, I'm in the camp where YouTube's one of the most overrated bands ever. Who's that?
0: Martin whatever. Oh, Martin Garrix.
1: Yeah, he, he's good. Mm-hmm.
0: Then uh, his and hers, Internet Money, Gunna, Don Tolliver, and. Uh, I believe, a little Losey Vert. I can just wrong. Vert the hand.
2: Hand.
3: Then uh,
0: Electric by Katy Perry. So you know how Post Malone did that Pokemon song? Yeah. Yeah. Katy Perry (sighs) did a Pokemon song, too. Uh, (laughs) This one isn't, like, horrible, though.
2: Do you play this when you play Pokemon
1: Snap?
0: <laughs> All right, dude, that's just crossing the line, man. The dude, dude, devious, sweet little show of dude.
1: thats Katy Perry's playing in the background.
0: All right, man. Then, uh, <laughs> so I'm—I'm am I'm i don't know how I feel about the song. I can see it getting big because of the features, but it's Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne. Oh my god! And it's seeing green, but I don't know how I feel about the song. It's more just straight bars. What else do you want that?
2: I and go from on the Don't you what they That's I'm like It puts land in. a beach house. Don't let the sand in. i in any arena. the in. I should go
3: copper, Jersey. That's And then Drake.
0: that was a bar damn he's got that ghostwriter on speed dial man (laughs) then uh olivia rodrigo good for you i i i I listen to this by solid it starts slow but once it gets to this part I, i kind of bothered it
1: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for this.
0: Um, and then, I think this will be Jam of the Week, but I'll let you decide officially. It's called Straightening by Migos.
2: Follow mm, me, Migos. Okay.
0: Great, great <laughs> lines. It's <laughs> a hype song. And then, let's get like. It's like classic Migos, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really follow I that. like that. But uh, you have any picks for Jam of the Week, then? All right, so I have a final three here. I'm trying I to feel think. like I like that. Yes, that's a final three. Blame it on me.
1: No. I wow. like that. I like that, but it's Seeing Green, that Migo song just played. Straightening. Straightening. And then a, I like that. I like that. Final three. I think that Migos is a hype song. I love the nostalgia for Lil Wayne, but I'm going to go Seeing Green. I think those three on a track together... It's just straight it's bars. Yeah. It's already like guaranteed bop. I mean, half the songs I like about from all of them are when they're all together. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. like Young Money like. right there. Um, I I just think like it's not as a hype as not as upbeat and fast. I normally it's what pick, expect, yeah. But I just love those three when
0: they're all together. So I'm
1: gonna go with seeing Green,
0: right. Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Drake. All right, jam of the week: seeing Green, Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne. Shout out to J Cole for the off season. Great album. Go check it out on Spotify, as well as the Talking Dirty Jam's playlist on Spotify, as well as the Talking Dirty podcast now on Spotify.
1: Before we end it, I have a quick music thing. Yeah? Young Gravy posted a screenshot. (laughs) Smash Mouth slid in their DMs and said, quote, my man listening to your song right now, this shit is brilliant, Mr. Clean. Ah, I Uh, underscored. Yeah, so look look out for the Young Gravy Smash Mouth collab coming yeah. soon most yeah all right with that being said another week in the books um playoff hockey shout out to matt for coming on and actually making us sound like we're a hockey podcast um nba playoffs are starting uh, it's gonna yeah. be really it's gonna be really fun to watch hopefully some of our predictions are correct
0: best time of year for sports yeah right it's Cousy,
1: seven bucks a piece oh definitely it definitely the best mm-hmm. um I mean, football season is great, but yeah, it's time. like
0: football playoffs is a close second. But but I, like I
1: whenever you have whenever you have a team in the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs at the same time, it's like every mm-hmm. other day is like a holy shit. I need to watch this game. Yeah, you know? um, seven bucks a piece for a koozie. Uh, follow us on Dairy J at Derry J Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Still, if you have to make a TikTok. We're we're working on it. Working Maybe this on- weekend. Maybe the one idea I have, we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, two chains line of the week. I know everyone listens to this two-hour podcast just to hear the two chains line of the week, and it's actually fitting because Drake's in this this right now. You know, I look like like a safe. I put you back in your place. I look you right in the face. Sing, sing to your bitch like I'm Drake. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. All right, see you guys. Peace out.
2: In case you couldn't tell. I guess I'm doing well, this is just part of our survival She said that I don't care, as she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign, as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather, dance all night to the beep beep beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then. Stones throw, the things you learn are always showing. Oh, baby, I think I know why you aren't left behind. These things are contradicting. I know somewhere that I will pass you by with a sunset in the sky. Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat the